Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, we have an election day special with my good friend, activist, Lindsay Ashland. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. All right, and welcome, everyone, to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I'm your host, Zach Miko. Thank you guys for being here. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Hope you had a great week. I always say weekend. I hope you had a great whole week. Um, We had a really rough time these last two weeks, guys. Um, There's been a string of terrible attacks. Uh, Twelve bombs sent to prominent figures. Um, A racist attack outside of a Kroger. And, of course... 11 people dead from an anti-Semitic attack in Pittsburgh, and I don't know. I want to stay happy. I want to stay, but, but it's, I, I feel, I don't know. It, it's been a rough couple of weeks, I think, for all of us. Um, and we're coming up on a very important day, everybody. We have Election Day. It's tomorrow. I'm, this whole episode is me urging you to get out and vote. Uh, please. It is so important to get out and vote. I know I'm listened to by people of multiple different, you know, political ideologies and backgrounds, but it is whatever you believe in. It is so important to get to the polls. Um, if you believe in what I believe in, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we, we there's been a lot of people talking about how this midterm is more important than any other midterm that ever came before it. And it's true. We are going down a dark path as a country, and this is our chance to check that to kind of reset into being decent human beings again who care for the rights and privileges of our fellow citizens and who care for the rights and privileges for everybody in the whole world people who defend our lgbt um our lgbtq citizens some people who protect immigrants people who protect women's rights it, it if you listen to me you know what i think you know that, you know, my ideology, and it is so important to get out and vote, so please go to your local polling places. Uh, on today's episode, I sat down with my good friend, Lindsay Ashland. She's a political activist in New York, and we are just go off. It's a lot of ranting this time, guys. Um, I'm hoping that we, it's, it's cathartic. I'm hoping that it inspires you guys to get to the polls, but um, we all live in this world. We all live in this country. Um, I mean, some of you don't live in this country, but those of you who live in the U.S., we live in this country, and I want it to be a place where my family and your family can grow up happy, safe, respected, and cared for, and I think that's all anybody hopes for. So, without further ado, go vote. Go vote. (laughs) Tomorrow is election day. Go vote. Find your local polling place. And if you get to your local polling places and they're like, oh, there's something wrong with your registration, ask for a provisional ballot and make sure you cast your vote. It is your right. It is your duty as a citizen. Please vote. And now, without further ado, my guest and really good friend, Lindsay Ashley.
Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting here with my good friend, Lindsay Ashlyn. And this is our election day special, guys. Hi, everyone. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I know. That was good. That was good. Um, but anyway, Lindsay is a very politically motivated activist friend of mine. And we wanted, I wanted to sit down and talk about it's election day. Actually, this comes out on the 5th. So it's election day tomorrow based oh on gosh. when this episode comes out. Guys, you're out. voting, right? Right. Yeah, no, you have to vote. It's never been more important <laughs> and it's not an option not I to know. <laughs> i know have you uh well you're more motivated than me before this have you ever voted in a midterm in a midterm no yeah i had never voted no. in a midterm before i i've i've you know i voted for president a couple times but that yeah, was like but, but even still that was via absentee ballot for me yeah. every time because i was either traveling or in whatever uh, yeah. the case was but i I had never gone into a voting booth until recently here because I was registered in Florida yeah. for, for a while. And then I was like, oh, I got my driver's license here. So I'm That's what happens to a lot of people in New York, I feel. Or same in L.A. A lot of the big cities, <laughs> a lot of us just don't change our voter registration yeah. from our home state because it's a thing. I have to get a whole new license. You have to get. I'm actually worried that I'm going to get turned away from the polls. And no. we're going to see. Well, che- I mean, check. Check. I the mean, no, I'm registered. Viewer. Everything's good. Okay. But my one little hang up is that my address that I'm registered to vote under and the yeah. address on my on license, license are different. Interesting. However, it's my last department, which is only six blocks away from my old apartment so i'm wondering if it's the same polling place anyway it must be yeah i mean it's literally six blocks away did you get your your card though yeah I, i'm gonna walk in with like oh, my yeah. registration and be like no i'm good no, this is me i know it, it's because they've been voter purges have been absolutely insane oh let's let's i don't even know yeah. where to start i, was gonna say, I, I will say that you are a a white man, so I, I doubt that they're going to actually give you any. No, exactly. It. I'll probably I'm gonna vote. You're gonna walk right fine. through. I'm gonna get a handshake. They're gonna be like, "You're <laughs> you, doing a you're good gonna thing. come back again with a mustache. You're gonna I vote know. again, and they're gonna be like, "Yes, that's correct, oh, sir." It's gonna be so sad. Well, let's start. Yeah. Let's let's go even earlier. Yeah, um, sure. Lindsay, where are you from originally? I am from Florida, as we just learned, because that's where Lauderdale, you were. Florida. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> I didn't know that Fort Lauderdale was basically Miami. Or not um, basically, but super fucking close. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, depending on where in Miami and where in Fort Lauderdale. I had to fly into. My, I had a away. gig in Miami, and mm-hmm. I uh, got my like my plane ticket, and then it said that I was flying into Fort Lauderdale, and I was like, "Oh no, this has no! been a terrible mistake." Do you have to rent a car. Exactly, I was freaking out, and then my agent was like, "No, no, no it's pretty it's almost the same it's place. You're close. fine." <laughs> I was where like, was the shoot? Was the shoot like in Miami? Proper? It was in Hollywood Beach. Oh, so it was like Lauderdale. right that's between. Totally probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, fine. They lied to me when they said Miami. <laughs> yeah, so. it sounded cooler. It did. It sounds better. I don't yeah. know. Um, so you're there originally. Where? How did? When did you come to New York? Um, I came to New York after college. I went to college in Orlando at University of Central Florida. Um, but uh, funny story about where I grew up. So it's a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. It's called Plantation, Florida, where they just arrested the guy who sent all of the bombs to all of the people oh get that out. was that's that's where i grew oh up. my god that's caesar saic or yeah, something like that i don't know yeah. i'm never sure if, we're if you're pronouncing to. it correctly i know but i'm also never sure about, like whether to even say right crazy yeah, people guy. like that's names because i don't want to give him any sort any, of a yeah, platform that's true. Like, he's a fucking Burr. crazy Burr. piece of shit yeah but yeah in the last week when i asked you to do this so, so many things much. hadn't happened yet. Right? Like, 
I so I know people. So on my on my Facebook feed, I know people who had seen his van. Like, yeah. Who would see because it, it would go down University Drive all the time, and they're like, "That's weird." Yeah, it, like, it's <laughs> it's so strange because I was yeah because it was it, within the last week we've had twelve mail bombs sent to prominent yeah. Democratic figures. Um, I remember being I was on a shoot in New York, and I immediately anytime anything happens, there's something about I think every New Yorker has their like emergency plan just kind of in the back oh, of their head yes. as soon as something happens yes. because you know 9-11 happened here so it's right. it, and it's one of the biggest civilian targets in the country yeah. so we all know stuff's happened and bombings happen here all the, not all the time but pretty pretty Fairly all the frequently. yeah i remember uh there's that guy that just blew himself up in the subway by mistake he was an idiot yeah. and this is yeah. what i love about new yorkers it's always the most new yorker thing ever we hear there's a bombing and initially we're like well now my fucking train right right, be right. the first thought and <laughs> i know like it may sound insensitive to people who aren't new yorkers and yeah. half apologize for that but like also bro it's just how we it's just <laughs> how we operate it's just how we commute. exactly it's, it's already three hour wait sometimes if, if you get on a bad day i know delays. it's nuts and then um before that maybe like the year before there was a couple of pressure cooker bombs set off yes. in chelsea and like oh yeah it's been that. you become I mean, numb it's to it a target but it like i think i think especially as a new yorker your are your mind is kind of already set to like distraction like totally or, you know to just keep on keeping on totally and so and when that, these types of things happen it's so i found out because there was you know as it's happening we live in a modern day where we all have a smart device and everything <laughs> everyone just starts dinging and blowing up and we're like right. oh shit there's bombs <laughs> in the cnn center and like yes. so right away i call i always do the same thing anytime i hear something i call my wife and my sister like immediately mm -hmm. yep. and i just go you guys anywhere near this place no, no, good. Cool. Don't I, go near that. The place, same exact please. thing. Yeah. I like texted Brian, my fiance, and was like, "Hey," and then like I've got a group of, of yeah. like friends, of girlfriends. So I'm like, "Hey, where are you guys?" I know, I'm so bad. I should reach out to more people, but I literally go, <laughs> like, I go wife, I go wife, sister, and then I text my fantasy football thread. <laughs> I'm like, "Hope you bros are okay." <laughs> Which, hope, hope you didn't get blown. Bits. Exactly. It's like. <laughs> But, you know, we didn't know because we didn't know if they were pipe bombs. We didn't know what happened. Yeah. And I just remember, like, doing the play-by-play -play where they're like, okay, the one in the CNN Center is now in a bomb disposal van heading right. to the Bronx. And it's like, and okay. They'd, and they'd all, like, uh, evacuated into Columbus Circle. And I was like, well, that's kind of prime. Like, I don't know if that's the thing to do either. I mean, yeah. it's, it, I guess it's got to be the thing to do. But, like, luckily nothing happened. But I also, um, my sister-in-law and brother and niece are upstate in, near Chappaqua, where the Clintons one was, yeah. where the Soros one was. And I was like, I, so I texted her as well. I was like, uh, this happened. I know that you're close enough. Maybe you're on errands or something. Yeah. Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. It, um, it's, it, it was, it was scary. And um, thank God no one was hurt. And then yeah. it's like, okay, we think we made it through another national tragedy thing. And then right. the and massacre. Then the, the grocery store. The grocery store, uh, the two. Where he literally said, I, I'm not shooting white people. He's like, whites don't kill whites. Right, and then right. And he shoots an elderly black couple, like, yeah. immediately. And it, it's... No, it's... And, and, and he had, he had, he had uh, tried to open a church. He wanted like, to go, he into, wanted a to go into a black church. He wanted to do a Dylan Roof. He wanted to, right. to recreate what happened praying. in and South then, Carolina. And then someone else got, you know, beat him beat him to it. Um, I know. And then, so yeah, someone goes into a synagogue, synagogue in Pittsburgh. It's... Just it's like, what... 
and, and what, what really what really upsets me is I I posted something about you know this is very obviously uh, like white supremacy if this was yeah. a, a member of ISIS or someone of any sort of brown persuasion yeah um, immediately. Uh, the le- the the right would be up in arms. Yeah, like this would be like when, obviously. Look, look at all, obviously they're all terrorists. Da, 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 more when rhetoric. the shooting in San Bernardino happened mm. because it was a Muslim right. couple doing it. All of a sudden, oh, travel bans were being considered. Right. Everything like we just went all off. But meanwhile, right. every hundreds single time of white when it's men, a white yeah. man, every yeah. single time it doesn't make any sense. And I and I had a friend. I've got a. I've got a, a, a co-worker who continually uh, comments on these things. And we have, like, sometimes we have, like, a really healthy discourse. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, he said something like, where's the white supremacism? And I'm like, ah! I know. It, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's really, it's, I don't want to explain this to you. Because that's one of the reasons so I wanted to do this episode is just because I used, this used to be, there used to be a lot more nuance in political discussion and I don't feel like there's any nuance at all anymore. So I was like grew up. I was like raised to be somewhat conservative. Mm -hmm. My parents, uh, my, my dad was conservative. My mom was independent, Mm -hmm. but you know, leaned conservative. Um, I registered as a Republican when I was 18 because (laughs) as they're passing out the registrations at 18 at at high school and I was like, my dad's a Republican. So I, you know, did a Republican and I was very conservative like when I was younger because it was what I was taught. My big change of idea came was I left my hometown and I moved to a city and Mm -hmm. I realized and you got to experience people of all different sorts. Exactly. No. And I was lucky. I was lucky. I was always very my same with my dad and my family. Everyone was always very socially liberal because Mm -hmm. we grew up in Connecticut. We're only an hour and a half from New York City. So it's still a very diverse area. Um, Ours was other parts of Connecticut. (laughs) Ours was pretty good. But others, like, I remember, I think, you know, my high school, the demographic was probably like, you know, 45 to 50% white and then like 25% black, 25% Latino with with some Asians thrown in. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? But but mostly, mostly, mostly white, black and Latino. And but then the town literally above me 20 minutes later mm-hmm. the graduating class had two black people in it and it was yeah. just like wow Ooh, it's crazy <laughs> i know but it's it's but because of that is when i moved to a city mm-hmm. that i had to live with other cultures and other people and it wasn't so much that as i was living for the first time in like a real society mm-hmm. where you need You're to live by with everybody yeah. in a society and i went from because you know i used to as, as, a, as an 18 year old who knew nothing mm-hmm. I was just like oh everyone's all these entitlements and welfare and I don't know why people right, aren't right, working because right. that's yeah, what you're taught right and right right they're, they're draining the, the system and now I money. see when there are some people who need help and when they are helped all of society gets, gets better, better. And, it's, and it's proven it's proven there was someone country. who had a good <laughs> I didn't there's someone so <laughs> I I I spent a lot of time and I'm, I'm still learning how to deal with it. I quote Al Franken a lot and I don't know how to phrase you feel it. about it. So I always <laughs> say like, yeah, this guy said, and I'm just like, because Al Franken's a weird situation where I'm just yeah, like, that was, a, that was a confusing situation. It was, it was a, it was a toughie. Yeah. It'd be just because I was like, I think the right, the right thing 
happen. He was needed to happen. Yes. But because we're no, doing no. the right thing doesn't mean that they are going to do the right thing and we're losing good people. And that well. was my big issue no, I know. with it. it was, it was because it was like, yeah, Al Franken did the right thing by resigning. Right. Because well, and he even said in his speech, he goes, I don't believe I did anything wrong. Like because he, he disputed most of it. Sure. And he's yeah. like, I don't think I did anything like with the exception of the photo taken of the USO tour. He was right. like, he disputed the other claims. He mm-hmm. goes, I don't, I didn't do that. He goes, but I now am unable to do my job as a senator representing my constituents because of this, because they feel this. So I'm going to step down. He did the absolute right thing. But then, you know, a week later, they put up a little child molester. And and it's like they've been convicted. uh, The the child molester. They were all behind him. I know. At what point? I know. (laughs) And and, and it's it's this weird thing where you're just like, I feel like we're giving up. Right. Good well, weapons in we, the good fight in order to yeah. be the better person. Right. I think and we're doing the right thing, but it's like we're it playing like the we're right behind, way. But they're but they're playing they're playing dirty every single time. And I think that's been a big the, thing about the Democratic Party mm-hmm. in general. Like people get really frustrated with with us because yeah. because we're not fight you know we're not fighting fire with fire. No, we're not fighting at all. fire with civility, and it's like yeah, but then we're gonna get but then, burned, and then what's and then we have a, a dem- like a Republican president house in Congress. Because but we're meanwhile, not meanwhile, the president and the current um, Republican administration twists that around to be like these uncivil, far left, radical oh, yeah. crazies, Radicals. and I'm just like, what about this? What about this? <sighs> I was like, what? Who's what crazy left wing liberal is shooting up synagogues right, and churches? Right. Like Please what tell the me. fuck they are have, you They have about? one instance. They and do have one instance. And, and but it's not because Bernie Sanders was telling him to go, you know, to this go shoot the, up a baseball game. The baseball game, the baseball game. Yeah. The Senate baseball no, exa- game. And but like but like he yeah, he he did he he loved he loved uh Senator Sanders. But yeah. but Bernie has never once said, you know, I'll cover your legal fees if you go, you know, punch whomever. Like yeah. that's never happened. It's uh ugh. It's, it's so like very obvious. So much t- I know. It's and it so hurts. frustrating. It hurts. But he, here's it's so frustrating. But what Al Franken had said, bring it back, I'll <laughs> quote him with me, like learning to like live in a society and understand that people do need help. He's like, my my mm. family was on food stamps. He goes, I was raised on food stamps. And he goes, we're desperately poor. And this whole idea of y- this whole American ideal of pull yourself up by your bootstraps, make it hard. He goes, well, the U.S. government gave my family the pair of boots to pull up. It's yes. like because we just didn't he didn't have anything. And it's it gives like me chills. That is absolutely no, correct. Because it's true. I'm just like, yeah, if you don't have boots, boots you could, yeah, right. because some people just get stupid fucking the right. way our society and for multiple, multiple reasons. For one, it affects mostly minorities because they've been disenfranchised from the very people. beginning. And and yes, the undereducated and underemployed and um, under the poverty line get shafted and they have no way of making it out yeah a lot of the times and i think uh, america also presents this this view of and maybe there was a time when it was uh, a slightly easier but you come here and you can grow up in in, in a, a certain class and, and you can pull and work your way up to another one mm-hmm. right that is not the case nope and we're the first like this generation is one of the first ones who do not believe they'll do better than their parents. Yeah. We're, Whereas we every can't. single, and that was the American dream. You do this, your, your kids do better than they do better. And it's like, we tapped like the boomer, out. The boomers fucked us. I know. I get, I get, I, I get so angry. My biggest thing is when I hear anybody 
say anything about millennials, I instantly shut off yeah, everything I know, you're saying. I, know. I go, there's nothing that's going to come out of your mouth <laughs> after the word millennial. Like, you're right. No. Like, no. Exactly. It is almost like, because millennials to me are like the hardest working, crazy. We've all we been dealt the shittiest, shittiest hands in the world. Yeah. We, we graduated. five jobs. Yeah. Like, we graduated cool. knowing like, okay, I'm never going to own a house or I might own a house by the time I'm 45, 40, yeah. 40, 40 45. Yeah. I might, I might be able to figure to it out. To scrounge up a down payment. At 22 <laughs> years old, I'm graduating with $120,000 <laughs> in debt. Mm-hmm. I get to the point I just so I've been paying down my student loans because I've been lucky and I've been working and right. I've been making extra income. So because of that, that I've, can go straight to Laura and I decided mm-hmm. every spare dime we have, we don't really do anything. We don't go yeah. out too much. We don't do anything. Every mm-hmm. spare dime we have goes to student loans because until those, they're gone. Those rack up interest yeah. and it makes it even worse. And I finally paid off one from Wells Fargo. Fuck yeah. I went off on them because they're <laughs> terrible pieces of shit uh for one it happens so i paid them off the last chunk of money yeah then something happened where they tried to pull it from the wrong account because oh. i had another account associated with my student loan account but Even it was it an had account never been it was an account i had from. closed six years ago like it didn't exist <laughs> that's where i'm paying from so definitely. they drew it from that account which didn't exist <laughs> so then what happens is it went away uh, you know, it it got bounced back because that account was non-existent. Not <laughs> but what happened was they had told me it was paid off. And then they um, shut down like my my access to the account online. And they like canceled my account number because my account was gone. What? And a couple months went, not a month, about less than 30 days, like 20 something days went by. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, all that money is still in my account. No one's <laughs> taken it out. And I was like, did I find this weird loophole? Yeah. Did <laughs> I win? Did I win? I know, exactly. <laughs> and I, so I called them up and I was like, hey, I paid this loan off. Uh, you didn't take the money. What's up? I, I'd like to yeah, be done with you forever. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to be done with you forever. And they said, oh, what happened was we pulled this from this account that didn't exist. Blah, blah, blah. So and no one thought to call and me? Nobody ca- and I said, no one called me? And I said, well, you know, we attempted to contact you, but we didn't. And I was like, listen. <laughs> If you attempted to contact me from an auto robocall, Apple screens that shit for me. Right. Like on my iPhone, if anyone calls me from like a 1888 number or something like that, <laughs> it literally it. just comes up as scam likely. <laughs> yeah. And I went, okay, I won't answer that. So apparently they like, oh, we tried to call you. I was like, oh, okay, well, there's other ways. You could try harder. <laughs> yeah. You could. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, can I pay it now? They're like, yeah, you can. But just so you know, another uh, $200 of interest is racked up in the last Uh, 10 days. And I was like, no, I lost it on them. Did they waive that? No, they told me that she talked to a supervisor Mm -hmm. and she's like, yeah, apparently we have a 10 day grace period. It's been 28. Uh So you're going to have to pay this. interest. I was given a confirmation. Mm -hmm. Like, how how was I supposed to be looking for this? I lost my mind, went off and I was just like, this (laughs) is. Unreal, and I said because when I get angry, I get very much like a high school principal. Like I stop, I swear like a sailor in my normal talk. But when I get angry, I get super proper, (laughs) very like like scolding wise. And I just (laughs) go off about them. I'm just like, you have to be kidding me. I have paid more than three times what my original borrowing is, and it's only been uh, you know ten years, and I've paid three times what it's worth already. I've paid you tens of thousands of dollars of interest. 
And, and you know, I was like, this is, and I just went off oh, about Wells Fargo in general. I'm like, this is a criminal corporation. My, I was like, the interest on this loan is 11%. That is insane. On a student loan, it's 11% because it was variable. Not because I signed up for an 11% right. loan. It was variable. When I signed up, it was like 4%. Now it's 11%. And I, oh, I just went off. Yeah. I was like, organized crime charges less on an episode of The Sopranos. You can turn on The Sopranos and he'll be like, it's 10 points on the VIG. The fucking mafia charges 10% and you're charging 11? Like, I just went off and, and they like, she's like, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to? Well, they wanted me to. They're like, I'm so sorry. I just don't want this to leave you bad taste in your mouth. I'm like, I was like, no, you can't. I'm never you, fucking you, banking you, with you ever again. Exactly. I was like, I'm making sure everyone I know knows that Wells Fargo's a terrible piece <laughs> yeah. of shit and never to work with You're them like, again. You're like, I've got a platform. Here I know. you go. <laughs> I know. And I'm just like, you guys are criminal. And then they're like, well, we don't leave a bad taste in your mouth. Do you want to? I know our, my supervisor couldn't waive the interest, but do you want to talk to an executive supervisor? And I said, um, no, I don't. I'm paying $150 to yell at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Take the extra money. I'm an event. And I kept, but also I'm like very concerned with. With the this poor little no, no no i knew it was being recorded but i'm very concerned with this like poor little um phone bank operator right, getting in trouble so i kept over and over i'm like i was this like i want to reassure well. this you agent helping me have been kind and courteous and incredibly helpful and you're doing a fantastic job yeah. and my issues are with the institution itself <laughs> yeah. just because i was like man. i was like do not get this girl in trouble because i'm pissed right, right. yeah and i was how, like, like how awful would you feel i know so they actually ended up calling me three days later. I got a call from their executive the office. Feedback, you mm -hmm. No, from the executive <laughs> oh, office. Okay. I got passed oh, on okay. because, you know, at the end where they're like, do you have any other questions, comments or concerns? I'm like, because I know you're recording. Here you go. And I just kept going off about <laughs> what a criminal, horrific institution it was, how they brought me and my family to near financial bankrupt, how yep. instead of calling when there were problems with the loans getting paid on time, instead of calling me the loan holder, you called the co-signer, which was my 85-year-old grandfather on his <laughs> fucking deathbed. You're calling him no. instead of me. Like they skip. Oh they don't They don't God. call the loan holder. They go right to the Because that's, the co -signer. They know that's yeah. the money source. They know that's go the. And I was like, I'm like, this man's literally dying is alzheimer's he doesn't know what the right, fuck's going no on talking and it's about, like you are cool. ugh. Ugh. so i spent an extra 150 dollars to yell at them on the phone but yeah then they i got a call from their executive office yeah. being like yeah we'd like to address your concerns um you know i you know i'm just contacting you because uh first he's like can i before we continue this is being recorded can i uh can I have your account number, please? And I said, you can't. It's gone. I paid this off. I don't know what you're calling me for. And he's it's like, okay. So then I had to four. give him like, you know, yeah. social and whatnot to talk to him. He's like, yeah. okay, we hear you're very upset about the interest rate. I said, Had yeah, that know. and a million more things. I was like, and I, I just, just I'm like, on the phone with the guy and at the end of it I was like I don't know what this phone call is for he's like I just you know I get it I get it you know it's, I'm I'm 46 and I just finished paying off my student loans and I said and that's terrible that's executive number four <laughs> you shouldn't be like commiserating he was, and then mm. the big thing was he was just like I know that you know paying off student loans can be tough I know it takes a real hit on your disposable income and I lost it. And I said, the, what Dispo the fuck are you talking about? Disposable income. Disposable income. You guys cost more than my rent does. You get paid first. You get paid before my rent and my and food, food gets yeah. paid. I've chosen to pay my student loans instead of eat on multiple, multiple occasions. Do not call it disposable income. My right. minimum payment was $1,200 a month. That was, that was my minimum me? payment. 
Yeah, no. it was $1,200 a month. I was paying more than I was on rent. I'm like, you've got to be. I, I no. go off. And then he's like, and he's like, well, I just want you to know the reason the interest rates are so no. high is because, you know, your federal ones, those are secured by the government. All Our only thing secured is, is your signature. That's why we have a high interest rate. And I said, no. Because for one, the interest rate wasn't that high when I fucking signed up. Mm-hmm. For two, you don't just have my signature. You also have it of an 85-year-old dying man. <laughs> so right. you have two signatures. Um, and for three, fuck you. Because student loans are the most protected financial institution for the bu- for the lender ever. I cannot declare bankruptcy. I cannot default on them. If I yeah. do not pay, you will garnish my wages. You will take right. things. Like, and you, you will, will follow me for the rest money, of life. No you are so what. protected. There is no risk at all to you. Right. And he's like admitting it. He's like, oh, I know that, sir. He goes, I mean, we don't typically garner, garnish wages. I'm like, but you can. But you but could. Fully, if like, you felt ugh. the need, that And he's like, happen. well, you've, you know, you've paid a lot off in the last year. I said, yeah, because I've chosen because not to do anything else in my life. Right. And, and because I'm fucking fortunate. stupid lucky enough right. to suddenly be making way more money than I ever have. Right. If I was still bartending, I would still have my another 50. And I told him, I was like, I've paid three times for the student loan. I've paid you three times what I borrowed. And I still have, if I paid minimum payments, I still have 15 years on this loan. Yeah, uh, it's destroyed our. I mean, uh, that that's one of the main things that killed our generation yes. was student yeah. loan debt. I mean, it, it just. And I was very fortunate to not have any. So yeah. Brian does. Oh yeah. Um, I I I do not Laura because I, I went a to similar a state situation. school. Yeah, Laura didn't have any, and I had a ton. Right. When we when we got engaged, <laughs> I told her, uh, or not before we got like, engaged, when we were in a serious relate, like to the point where. I mean, you know, you just got engaged, but mm-hmm. you get to the point where things are really serious and it's like, okay, we're not engaged yet, but we well, both we're, know we're, we're not. we're talking about like we're things that are talking. definitely, yeah. yeah we're not going anywhere. Future, yeah. And I remember when it got to that point, I was like, all right, I just want to give you an out. I said, I need oh, you to understand buddy. that I have $120,000 in student that loan debt. That is going to be your debt as well. That you're going to adopt. <laughs> and I don't expect you to pay for it or anything like right, that, but it's, is... but it's but but you're married. It's going to be a thing. Yeah. And I was like, this is your chance to just walk away. <laughs> Which and I will like, be yoink, I'm out. And that's the thing. I was like, I'll be super heartbroken, but I'll totally understand it. Like, it, it's... <laughs> It's rough. It kills. And, but that's why, yeah, anytime someone mentions, like, because mm, millennials, yeah. they don't want to oh, work. Just, I'm like, just don't have avocado toast. Go fuck yourself. That was the craziest thing. Like, guy's don't have like, your latte. Yeah. You want to know what the latte does? Yeah, I spend $4 on it. Well, I'm lactose intolerant. I right. Know. So but <laughs> really? You know that. Yeah, I mean, I still eat pizza. So does he. <laughs> I, I'm lactose intolerant. What I do is I have very select things that I'm just like. Yeah. I was is like, this worth I, it? Is this not worth it? I avoid milk products. I do all this stuff, but I love pizza, so I'm just gonna be. Jeez. It's gonna be a rough day, and I'm not ordering <laughs> for, a, for everyone. And when I have a burger, I'm not getting a plain hamburger. <laughs> let's be honest. I'll be fine. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just no, like it's crazy. it's insane. And uh, so you know, like Bernie Sanders has the Medicare for All and has yeah. the free college. Were you a Bernie things. Sanders person when they were going? I was. I was. I so wasn't was like. I. I wasn't like Bernie bro. But yeah. like, I really believed in everything that he ha- that he had to say. Um, oh yeah. I, but I also wasn't that. I wasn't the person. I definitely voted for him in the primary. But like, no, I same. wasn't the person who was like, well, 
if Bernie didn't get it, then I'm voting for Trump. I don't know. Like, that's, that's that's something I don't understand. If you, because so many people did it, and I, I understand, and their whole idea is they wanted to like Change. go against the establishment. Right, the establishment, and, and Hillary was very, very clearly the establishment. Very to much them. so. But running against Bernie, she was forced to move way farther left, left than she I know. ever was. And, and that, but this is the thing. Even with Nixon and Cuomo, like yeah. as much as I, you know, I don't like. I, I, I was hoping for Nixon. I understand that she was like she definitely had her faults. But, no, definitely. But her but, presence, uh, her just her mere presence pushed yeah. him more left. Oh, I totally. So, I, like, which I appreciate very much super so. Because I think we were all having a big issue. I, I was for. I also was for Cynthia Nixon, literally just because she showed up. And I don't even care if you're lying to me, but the fact that she came out and she's like, "I'm gonna fix your subway," and I went, yeah, cool, "Cool, cool, cool, you get a vote." Great, great, I, great. I very quickly. A lot of people become um, single issue voters in certain right. things, and I totally am. Well, One of the that- reasons I've stayed. So, I mean, there's a million reasons I've become Democrat, but like <laughs> honestly. I student loan reform is one of my biggest things. Yeah. I was like, that's my student loan reform, and, you know, prison reform. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. That's the thing. And you know, just giving being... a shit about anyone who's not just exactly like you. That's the thing with Republican and Democrat. It boils down to if you, if you get it really, really down, it goes to Republicans believe that everyone should take care of themselves. And the best way for society to move forward is everyone watch their own selves and their own families and, and take care of their own yeah. business. And the Democrats believe that we need to help each other out in order to. We're not all on equal footing. We're not all on equal footing, and we need to help each other out for society to move forward. Now, those are two very sound politically um, political differences, and it's I I totally understand it. And it used to be there was a time where I would talk to a conservative Republican person, and I can understand that. I understand you don't want to pay as much in taxes. I understand. There, there's like a moral thing. I believe we should but be how taking much do you care pay of everyone. Care, right? Like, uh, no, it's, exactly. It's, it's the whole thing. Exactly. It's like, but it's like I understand that argument because I believe we should be taking care of the less fortunate, and mm-hmm. you don't. Which is, I think, We're not is shitty. Agree. <laughs> which I think is shitty. But it's your right as a human being sure, to not want to pay your money. So, so that's an argument I can have with you. But it's yeah. devolved into something, Ooh, this crazy really? xenophobic otherism. Yes. Us, us versus them and, and and to be fair we do that too like uh, you know democrats uh, it is us it's us versus them because totally. it has become it does feel like there's less centrists on each side we yeah. are we are all a little bit i'm not not radically but like we're all definitely moving towards our right or our left respectively no, totally and i i'm I like would love to think of myself as an independent, and I am to a point. But I, I registered agree as with, independent. You said you registered Republican. I registered as uh, independent well, the, in high school. I redid it. Now I'm registered Democrat. Right. Oh, but I wasn't allowed to vote in the primaries, and that's probably why I didn't vote in any primaries. That's one of the reasons I wasn't allowed to. And that's one of the reasons I, I kept in the. Pr- I changed in the primary. Me also too. because I had moved to New York, mm-hmm. which let's be honest, New York is almost not always, but almost always gonna have democratic leadership Yerp. so because of that i was like it's way more important for me to vote in those primaries than it is for me to vote in right. the republican primaries when i know they're not going to have a shot right right right. yeah um yeah i i had a friend who who's he he's he's independent but he he leaned more conservative and he always yeah. has a but he's very anti-trump and he had he asked this very genuine question was do i register as a as a republican so that i can help you know uh form you know form the, totally. the the in the primaries and vote in the primaries 
or do I vote for the Democrats because right now that's who I'm more aligned with? I know a couple of people who have done that exact thing, who have registered as a Republican so they can try to steer. I think Brian's mother did that. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was talking, I was on set and a couple of photographer and there's an assistant were like, yeah, we're registered Republicans. I wish I'd even thought about that. Like I, I did know. not even think about it. I was like, I just don't want your newsletter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, you're a much sounder. Yes, you should because you should be trying to steer the opposite party in into a more a more centered direction. I mean, there were people like the like guys Kasich that were in the two. Yes, I was just going to say in the 2016 um, primaries, Kasich was a very moderate thing. We had I had disagreements with sure. him, but I thought he was a decent person. But I didn't think he was going to burn the world down. Exactly. So, and that he's really it out of all of them. Like I had because yeah, everyone else, I was same. like because because Ted Cruz was the other front runner. No. I'm like I think he might be worse he, in a way. Right. He's no, awful. No. He, he doesn't have a soul, so it's totally funny. Speaking of which, there's a very contested um, race between him and Beto O'Rourke right now. Uh, and come on, one come on, can Texas. only hope. Come on, Texas. But here's the problem: is it's Texas, and it's it's Texas is deep, deep red. But that's what I want you to think. I, I hear, I heard yeah. before a certain point, like even before the the Obama elections in in years past, it was it was gaining traction with it was progressive getting purplish. Pro- yeah it was i mean if you look at the entire possible. city their entire think. capital the entire city of austin is right. super liberal right but that's the way a lot of these um all over the country these states are like i was just down in georgia and mm-hmm. i uh, atlanta is super liberal and mm-hmm. super cool and so is savannah and athens and like but that's right. like it and then the right. rest of the it's it's so I mean, deep al- red, Albany's the rest red. like no exactly you know like uh, the city is 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 blue and I albany know. is red and it's just one of those things our, our representative government is broken for the way society is right now yeah because it is not equal representation under any no. means wyoming has about six hundred thousand people and they have two senators yep we have New York has 20 million people and they have two senators. And what happens is originally when, you know, when that was happening, the two senators, that was a compromise. That was a compromise to entice smaller states to join the union. Right. And right. We just never fixed it. We did it. not fix it. There's so many things that we need to fix. And it even feels- even even if we even if we left the Senate, I can even understand it. Leaving there's a there's a argument based to make on population. But there's cool. an, I agree. But there's an argument you can make for the Senate to keep just the two to try to keep it equal but we haven't raised our congressional delegates in association with population because then you look at the same thing i was like i'm fine keep the senate too i understand that then you look at congressional take wyoming again i think Mm -hmm. they have three or four they don't have many Mm -hmm. but they have one for every hundred and fifty thousand people now like one you know delegate vote one um congressional seat right uh then you look at california who has 53 votes or something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. But that's because they have one vote for every 350,000 people. Mm. So... So even still, they should have. No, it, it's it's the the individual voter in Wyoming has two, more has two and a half times the voting power of yes. someone in California, yes. and that's what's uh, right. what's terrible. And about that, well, it. and that's why, like you know, the the special states, the swing states, right, the yeah. ones that people are only only paying attention to these certain states, and that's kind of why the middle America has decided that politics has forgotten about them because there are certain states. That, you know, people would go to and, yeah. and campaign towards and, and be like, 
You know, I mean, how many? You want? How, how many times have we heard in the last two years if Hillary went to Wisconsin oh, and then see? I know when you're like. <laughs> I know, and there's and you that, cry, and, and then there's you that little part of you, tears, and you're like, maybe, because there's always that little part of you, like, no, the election was stolen by Russians, yeah. and this was terrible, but but then the little and we back won here, the popular vote, we won popular vote by three and a half million, but then in the back of your head, you're like, what the fuck didn't she go to yeah. fucking Wisconsin? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're like, could, could this all have all been avoided? <laughs> I know you're like, why the fuck didn't she do that? That's so <laughs> stupid. But I do wonder, and like, I don't, I don't want a silver lining any of this, but if I do, it's. Look, look how involved we are. Look how, yeah. look how uh, interested we are in each, in, like each individual thing. I've been more politically active in the last two years than I have in, in the combined Ever. of the rest of my life. Do you remember where you were on 2016 election night? I do. Um, so I, I went to go meet a friend and Brian for for drinks at Mosaic. Um, you know, you can get, get a little drink. Yeah, I was wearing a little uh, blazer. Little, yeah, little pant, little pantsuit action. Um. And as I was drinking, we we're having a conversation. The election was on yep. up on the screen. Um, I don't know about eleven, eleven thirty. Mm. I was like, hmm. And I like, I said, I was like, I gotta go home. And and our our roommate had 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 people over here as well. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be around people. And they had it on, and it was going bad. Yeah. I, I I I went into my room and I started crying, and I and I fell asleep in the fetal position on my bed. Yeah, it, and I woke up the next morning, and it felt like the world had ended. I did the same. I think a lot of us, especially in New York, a lot of us had got work going out to celebrate. For one, mm-hmm. Hillary was one of our senators, so yeah. we like, yeah. we were so excited. we have that New York thing, and the fact that I was excited that we we're going to have the first woman president. Mm-hmm. So I regretted in my life. So when Barack Obama's first. Um, ran mm-hmm. i voted for john mccain me too like that was my first thing i because, voted for- because i was still like florida yeah. like, my parents are very conservative yeah. and i was home for the summer or yeah and i was spending time but with also them and asking questions. i liked john mccain yeah, a lot like as a, solid, a person you know at the time now he what happens is he ended up forgoing a lot of his own principles to palin. run farther right because of palin, palin. which is yeah. a very interesting uh thing that everyone should listen to katie couric on her podcast does a thing where she breaks down the Palin interviews because she I did the two famous that. Palin yeah, interviews. Yeah, yeah. And she talks about how John McCain did not want Sarah Palin at all. Really? He, well, he wanted, he was, they were hours away from announcing Joe Lieberman as oh, his running mate. Oh, like, I yeah. mean, but here's the thing. Like, but that's, it, that's he crazy. was, because that was his idea. He's like, I'm going to choose a Democrat to run with. Yeah. And do, and that's amazing. And now Joe Lieberman is a very, very right, right. Dem- he's, Democrat. He's not a Democrat, Democrat. But, but, but yes. he's, but still, and For it was sure. a thing. And he wanted to do this, but also he was, tra- I mean, and this is because John McCain was trailing crazy to well, obama obama was obama, was obama. right right obama like, was obama there was mm-hmm. nothing you could do hope, about hope it. and change man. exactly i mean and, and in the years mccain and obama became very very close right. because it's it, it they had a thing but but so many people have also said that like him choosing palin or that decision was kind of what set off mm-hmm. what what allowed trump to even be oh, entertained that's what as this whole idea. that's what all of this Got it. it was a big thing of the katie couric podcast mm. is Sarah Palin started the uh, the populist nationalist and movement, and she, and she in went the to party. the Tea Party. That was like oh, all exactly, her. and she's one of the reasons that they've moved so far right. So far, and right. and they've taken this down home attitude of her being this hockey mom, and 
turned it into an us versus them thing where yeah. it's we've become coastal elites and globalists oh, and all these the, other oh, the names Jewish are, dog whistles. Right, <laughs> like, right, exa- is, exactly. Which is exactly what they fucking are. Absolutely. And then we As wonder a, why there's a Jewish massacre when all you uh, do. Yeah, right, when all insane. you're doing is being anti-Semitic, but like exactly. in covert ways. But cool. like, and, and, but yeah, it's a lot of it started because of her. I remember yeah. on election night 2016 i was sitting there and we were all celebrating and because we i was like because as i said i like i regret in hindsight not voting for obama because it was so historic but even even though obama won i remember crying and being like joyful because i was was like this is huge for our country i was like this is not who i wanted but i'm super happy for our country right and i remember this time i was like i am voting for the first woman Woman president i was so proud of it i went with my mother to Mm. vote for i was so and then just like everything crumbled it was i was went to a bar bar was full we were all excited and then just the night just kept and every time they announced a place that hillary won everyone cheered and then when they announced something that you know it was like a that trump won they were like boo but they were like he's fucking alabama boo we knew he you know we we knew knew he was gonna win certain states yeah i'm not shitting on alabama i like you guys no i've got (laughs) i've I've got a friend who who uh who lives there and canvassed against roy moore and i like good good she's been super politically active alabama listen Alabama has huge points that they did not elect Roy Moore. A pedophile. He, like, I know. I, I was I was of two minds watching that election very closely. I was like, oh, it's so close. And if he wins, I'm going to be angry that it was so close. I know. But if he loses, I'm going to be happy it was so close. I know, but it was one of those things where you're like, you're like, no, no, you guys did the right thing. But it was. No, no, it was like 100%. just a big test for the state of Alabama. Everyone kind of looked at him like, are you yeah. fucking? I know you guys are very, very right wing. But like, mm. ooh, but are you? How do you feel you about yeah. children? Exactly. Good. Oh cool. my god. And yeah, I just remember the night going yeah. on and on and mm-hmm. on. And by the end of it, it was me and my friend Yvette mm-hmm. and my buddy Pat, and we were the only three people at the bar, and we're just standing there with our, like our heads in our hands, just being like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, <clears throat> I I will say. Um, Robin's boyfriend at the time came over, or ex boyfriend even. Like they're still friends. And we sat, we sat on the couch and cried and, and he, and it was, it was rough. And it's heavy, especially since he ran on a platform of, I'm going to build clear. a wall. You guys like he, um, he ran on a xenophobic, yeah misogynistic, fucked up platform. Right. Like, and yeah. even people like, and people who what bothers me is that people at that time, even when it was so blatantly clear, looked past it for the hope of yeah. something else. Let's, I, I okay, I I, I'm gonna even like right now at this point where we are, I'm gonna say, all right, that wasn't the best choice, but but now like there's no there's. There's no hope. There's no, no. defending that. No, There's and that's why these midterms are like these midterms are so important. N- so important because it's it's going to be our country's first chance we, to fix some fucking we mistakes need and to, failures. We need to win back the house, like at the very least. If yeah. we don't get back one of these checks and balances, There's no. I yeah. I don't like. I don't know what's going to happen. No, and I think about that, and I and. You know, they're pumping us up about this blue wave and the Democrats are going to win. But it's like, yeah, but it was but it was 100 percent. It was like 100 percent guaranteed Hillary was winning. And then she didn't like there was no if ands or buts about it. And like, but that's where we got cocky. Like, like, and now it's the opposite. I'm like, no, there's no complacency. Um, So Nancy Pelosi was on Stephen Colbert a couple Mm -hmm. days ago um, or last week. 
uh, whatever. I know Tuesday, and um, she was like, um. Steve was like, so what do you think? What What's the vibe? What are you? She's like, we are going to win. There's going to be this. And I was like, and, and he goes, don't jinx it. He's like, I, ca- I can't. La, 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 la. Like, yeah. don't say that. Don't no. make that statement. Don't I tell almost people be like, that we they are... can sit back and be cool. I almost want to tell people like, we're way fucking behind. We're way behind. We need to get Let's out go. there. But I, I don't mean, want to like discourage people from voting at all. So it's like, I want to no, have a happy like, medium of. You just, it's so important. Of there's a and chance, even like celebrities are just like, this is my, I, I watched a video today. Oprah right now is canvassing, canvassing. Georgia. I know. For Stacey Abrams. I know. It's so get it. Well, she canvassed for Obama too, yeah. and like it brought it brought it brought it because she had the chance because you know Georgia has the chance for to elect their first female uh, governor of color. Yes, and it's a huge thing. But I remember just I remember at first I was like, I can't believe they've never had a female black governor before right. but then i thought about it i'm like zach you're from fucking connecticut i don't think you've had a black governor period i don't think you've had a f- no we have had a female governor period jody rell mm-hmm. she was very recent actually yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she totally. was like she was like two or three governors ago <laughs> but i'm like i don't think right. we've had a black governor and like it's so it's kind of like yeah. you don't realize right you're, you're you're looking at like another state and being like oh judgy but like you think about your own state and you're like oh you don't no. realize how many firsts there are left to happen like the fact is like you know we still haven't had a woman president no we still haven't had a woman of color president we, of color we haven't president. had we even had we haven't even had a person uh, we, haven't had like, a j- we haven't a jewish person who's president well that's we haven't the thing had, like, like even if, because if bernie didn't bernie. make it through he was going to be the first jewish president right. there was always going to be a great first attached yeah and now it's like and now it's the first like mentally handicapped person <sighs> No, that's mean to mentally handicapped people. He no, is exactly. Just a solid, no, he's just a horrible, piece of terrible. Horrible. He's just person. terrible, yeah. and it's like, and I try, and it's tough, and you know, especially I have a you know a wide audience with different political ideals and different from different places, mm-hmm. and I try so hard to be as respectful <laughs> as I can, and I tell and I tell everyone, it's I'm hard. just like, I understand if you're a Republican, I super get it. Right. I don't understand you supporting Trump. Right. I, yes. I understand you being a Republican because I have Republicans in my family. Yeah. I registered as Republican right. when I was younger. You understand I understand why sure. that philosophy is your philosophy. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's valid. Yeah. In my life experiences, it didn't work out because I lived in major cities with in multi-ethnic uh, places of yeah. and multi-levels of economic equality. And I realized that you know, some people need a hand and that's really what it comes down to. And some people, and when they have a better life, my life becomes better. There's less crime on the streets now because poor people aren't stealing like food right. to fucking just live survive. yeah right and it's like, like they're not breaking into cars and selling parts because they need rent for i'm the also months. i'm a democrat because i also believe that there are certain industries that should not be for-profit industries uh, and that's yeah the, and everyone's just like oh that's so socialist and that's communist I'm like it's Is not it? <laughs> i think there's basic human rights like health care that you shouldn't and i should clean water like when i'm fucking dying of a disease I shouldn't. I don't want my doctor thinking about how much he can bill this shit. You for. shouldn't have to have a GoFundMe page exactly. to survive. And that's what it's become. Everyone who goes to the hospital ends up needing a GoFundMe page just right. to fucking make right. their bills. And, and, back. So here, and so here's the thing: the people who maybe uh, don't want to don't want it out of their taxes might donate to like their yeah. friend. Like you're gonna be giving the money anyway. Yeah, it, it's like it's, you're going to be paying for it anyway. And I so hate the crazy. people who say like. 
or I hate the argument that, um, you know, oh, uh, the emergency room, you can go. Like, you, you can just go to the emergency room. And, and, and emergency if you, and it, room. Right, but, like, if you don't have the money, you don't, like, they can't charge you for it or something, like, really stupid. No, they do. They give you a bill. Right, but if you can't pay it, they're if not, you can't like, pay you it, can't, they can't. they're not going to take it from you. So, like, that's another thing that everyone has to pay for. So, you might as exactly. well Exactly. That's the thing. We it. end up paying for that if someone can't pay. Yeah. Where it, I get mm-hmm. so angry about mm-hmm. it. And things that should not be for profit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Healthcare, um, most education. Mm-hmm. I understand some being for like profit. Graduate school. I'm fine perhaps? with that. I'm fine with that. But there should there needs to be a public option where you cannot we cannot tell our young people in society, especially that come from a lower economic bracket than us, that you cannot better yourself because you cannot afford to better yourself. Yeah. And then they do stuff like Oh, well, you know, they can always get scholarships Scholarship. and they can work really hard. I'm like, I shouldn't have to be an A plus student in order right. to get because, an education because, because you my white ass was like, you're like, so I like, almost failed. I mean, right. I paid I paid out the ass for it in student loans, but my fucking white ass. Exactly. I was like a C plus student. And you're maybe like, cool. I almost failed senior year because I just stopped going to class. Like, right. It's, and you're like college. I yeah, can do that. Yeah, I can do college. Because of course. I spent $120,000 to get <laughs> wasted for four years. That was great. But everyone deserves that opportunity, Zach. No, but that's the thing. I'm just, yeah. But that's exactly no, what I'm I know, saying. I know, There's people from lower uh, socioeconomic brackets that will probably do a way better job yeah. in their education than I will. And it's like, oh, well, they had, you know, they're a C student. So what? They passed. So they have a fucking thing. Right. They should there's have an option. Right. They should have an option to go to college that doesn't put them in debt for the rest of their goddamn lives. But then lives. we were also kind of sold this bill of, well, you have to go to college oh, because yeah. you have because you need that to get a job and you need it. Da, da, da. I've become and now so radical like, the other way where I tell go to I, a trade school. Oh, if learn I learn how to be an electrician and you will make so much fucking money. If I could have gone back in time, I would have taken a six month coding course. Yes. And be making yes. six figures, billions of dollars. You know, on right. my off time Hindsight. doing, so, and that's because. College college was sold to us in a different way where I was told by my guidance counselor, almost point blank. She's like, these are your options. Your options yeah. You can go to college, which I know that means you have to take out loans and you have to go to college mm-hmm. or you can join the military oh, and then go to the military. And then if you want then the military, you'll pay for your college or afterwards. PTSD. Or, you know, if you don't exactly if you don't die or get crippled or mentally screw yourself for the rest of your life by being in the military or so it's college military or you could be a big old pile of shit what is <laughs> yeah. your uh which, which one do you want? what's your choice which, and that's like the want? way our generation was pitched it and yeah. we're like i guess we'll go to college i, I, I guess I i'll really spend w- i don't want to be dead or a pile of shit i don't so. really know and the worst <laughs> the biggest thing that drives me nuts is when you'd ask a kid the guidance counselor would ask the kid so what do you want to do what do you want to do when you grow up and the person would go i don't know and they go, okay, so just you know, enroll in college and uh, and, and do it your out. GED, or not your GED, do your Gen Eds, and then you can you can figure it out. So my, they're telling me to spend on average twenty five to thirty thousand dollars a year to figure it out. And it's like, and that's what I did. I changed my right. major like three times before I ended up sitting on theater because when I went into college, 
I wanted to do theater, but I also wanted to be a marine biologist. Be- and cool. so like, and it was great. Yeah. And I tried to do both. And then my college was like, yeah, to get a bachelor's, you're going to be here seven years because n- if you want to double major in theater and biology, none of these overlap. So you're just going go to take a- all of these classes. You're just going to be two. taking it. Yeah. You're yeah. just going to take your bachelor's fully twice. twice yeah. So <laughs> like, because oh. of that, it's like, uh, you know, it, it's I think it's I think you could trace so much shit back to what's happening right now yes. to just people being greedy as fuck. Because also yeah. it's not even the fact that student loans are killing people in 20 years. College, the average college tuition went up a thousand percent. Yes. Yes. Why? The Why? shitty, the terrible. I went to a, a bad school before I transferred to the American Academy of Dramatic Art, which mm-hmm. is a conservatory in New York that mm-hmm. I love dearly and mm-hmm. I'm very proud to be an alumni of. I went to a four-year college before I transferred there. Mm-hmm. That was a shitty college. They were not good. Mm-hmm. They were, and not that they weren't good. I'm not saying there weren't good teachers. I'm not saying there wasn't good education. But I will say that they advertised themselves during Jerry Springer every single morning to see if they wanted to come get your night degree. So it doesn't make you feel that good when you're a student and you're paying thirty-five thousand dollars a year, and you see him between still Steve Wilkos and Maury oh, that there are people spending six hundred dollars to get the same degree right. you have. But because they go into the night school and they don't Doing live in the dorm, it's whatever. It's, yeah. So not the greatest school. And it cost me thirty five thousand dollars a year to go there. That's disgusting. And it's insane. There was no reason for it to cost thirty five thousand no. dollars. I year. mean, what are they what what are they charging you for? Right. Like and, it, and, and okay, that was an education. Uh, but what does that cost? What, what is that like? How do you how do you the quantify? worst part is I know for a fact that a lot of these professors I had were um, adjunct professors. They weren't full right. tenured professors. So they were adjunct professors, associate professors, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them only had like two or three classes and they mm-hmm. just taught there. My screenwriting class, for example, he was an adjunct professor. And I knew for a fact because we talked about it because he was only a couple of years older than us. And he was telling and he was <laughs> the same thing. He was like, yo, this is bullshit. And <laughs> yo, 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 get a job as an adjunct professor. He said, you want to. So he was a graduate. screen. He was my screenwriting teacher. And he's like, just so you know, just you all know, because he was telling us we had a big conversation about how expensive school was. Mm-hmm. And he goes, just so you guys know, I get paid twenty five hundred dollars a semester to teach this class. Twenty five hundred. And a semester and he taught three like, months, right? Yeah, about three, four months. And he, um, yeah, $2,500 per semester. And he had like three classes. So he, was, he, was, he goes, this is extra money for me. He goes, this isn't the only thing I do. This is extra money because they can't, like, I can't afford to live off of what they pay me to be a professor teaching three classes a semester. And he goes, I only get paid $2,500. So knowing I get paid $2,500 per semester, now multiply that by, you know, however many classes you're taking and know that you are paying more money than it costs to pay every single one of your personal teachers per semester to teach you they have so much books and they make you buy your dorms yeah. what is it like is it like a facility upkeep fee because no, like that's it's not for it. profit it's, it's going into the dean and it's going to the board of investors and the board like it's it's a it's a for That's profit a fucking yeah. thing and it's insane especially and i was going to a little private school forget that you go to a d1 um oh uh, sports school the amount of money that school makes off the backs of their students mm-hmm. is unreal but what happens is 
it's slowly breaking down and people i know the generation before me doesn't give a shit about going to college like mm-hmm. i was like it, it, they want to go to college if you want to be a doctor if you want to be a lawyer right. if, if you, you want to exactly get certain things i think i recommend or college wait or you know like take take a year there's plenty of things i recommend college for there's plenty of things yeah. but my first two years of doing absolute bullshit before i decided to go into theater and i the seventy thousand dollars i spent on going to those two years of school was way better spent if i took half of that and backpacked through europe and asia for two full years and would have had money left over for less than half that yes. and uh, the world experience i'd have yeah. is so much more valuable yeah. than me taking i was told by my math teacher day one in when i was in college and they were like just so you know whatever you get on the final is what you get as a grade in this class and i was like so i never have to come here and she goes no she goes, it's it's just the final. I said, so I, you, you so just told just me there's me. literally I never have to come to this class. She goes, no. I said, cool. See you in December. Did you read the book? No, I didn't. It was like, I, I mean, I it wasn't hard. Because it was math. I just, was, like, I just remember that it was math. Was it like, was math. And it was one of those things you either knew how to do right, it or you, or you didn't. Don't. And you I don't. was lucky enough that in high school I figured out how to do math. Because I'm not. it wasn't no calculus. It wasn't calculus. It wasn't thing. It was like algebra. It was like basic yeah. algebra, which I for four years in high right, school right. and it was almost the same class so i was like yeah cool i'll do that i'll do that but, later i'm not yeah. coming away from my time on this it's uh <laughs> we're talking about the election i keep getting back into college because no, it's, it infuriates me it infuriates it's, it's me it's all like i think the the idea is just that like all this can change we have the power to change yes it by voting in people who who believe the way we do or who are at least even even if some people think they're far radical left right they're not going to get exactly what they want, but they're no. going to get closer. It's it's the same effect as having like uh, Cynthia Nixon and mm-hmm. uh, next to Cuomo. Like exactly, she, she's going to bring him left, and and anyone anyone voted in, even if, yeah, even if they're like progressives and you don't love the you know democratic socialists and you don't love that term, whatever, they're going to bring a more a more progressive idea anyway. And it's can I say something about the whole democratic socialist please. thing? Please. Um, what drives me nuts is because socialist is such a bad word because they relate it to communism and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, look at Venezuela. Venezuela is doing terrible. Know, you're like, you're right. Venezuela is doing terrible because they had corrupt leadership and whatnot. But meanwhile, the all of Scandinavia is right, right, phenomenal. Right, right. You, you like to you like to reference um, like the, the countries of color when sh- when things are going no, bad. Exactly. But when things are going well. But meanwhile, the, like, white, the white socialist social countries right, right. have the highest. Ra- they're like, like, I hope no one. Uh, they're like the mo- they're the happiest people in the entire goddamn they've got world. universal health care they've it, got universal it, college exactly got if you go into certain things you got i mean in norway they have the dole where they literally pay you to be a citizen off of the oil reserves yes. and it's like it's it's, yes. it's just nuts oh, that's a whole other topic i know oil reserves i know and, but like, because climate. of that like socialism they you know they they equate it because we you know we're in a war against communism but again people <sighs> communism and socialism are different things they're different things but you know they get angry and they're like anti-marxist and all that but meanwhile same the radical right has no issue with the words fascist and nationalist and i don't fucking get it i mean why is socialist a bad thing but you can literally admit to being a fascist yeah and and and, and, and national like trump said trump our president of the united states said i'm a nationalist cool great and you know what 
He like that's a fucking that's a thing. He can say anything, Zach. It doesn't matter. They're in a cult. They're in a cult. You know, and and yeah. whatever the cult leader says goes. He's a great cult leader. Of of, of anything yeah. else, he's great at being a cult leader. No, and it's he is. insane. And 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 Good. people. And, you know, there's it been so many things like all of the even the comedic journalism shows like The Daily Show and John Oliver and all that. Mm-hmm. But for one, which I've gotten way more truth out of them than a lot of stuff. <laughs> but even them will go to like, you know, this and their correspondence and they're, you know, it's a funny show. But they're like, is there but they're anything? Doing and they're like and they're That's talking to the Trump supporters. They go, is there anything he can do to lose your vote? And they're like, no, they're like, even if he shot someone. And they're no, like, no, it's like, that. even if but a video, yeah, they're like, even if a video came out with him doing crack, they're like, no, let's still vote for him. And it's just like, and there's people being like, you can't convince me anything. I don't care how much evidence you have. Right. He's fine. I don't and care how like, many facts, quote fingers. The fact that we live in such a post truth world like, is that, it's, where it doesn't matter. And that's, the, but that's something I've been realizing when I try to talk to some people, because there are a lot of people now who are who were are are were what were are um are. decent kind men all men uh <laughs> but but decent kind men human beings that i knew in my life yeah, that same. i now see on facebook saying crazy Disgusting shit things. and i'm just like what happened you're a decent person you're a family man right. you're a good person you fucking work at soup right. kitchens what the fuck is happening it's, it's the dehumanizing exactly. of exactly and and no it, and it just I can't understand. So because of that, I've, ju- I've tried my best to try to understand where the other side is coming from, because yeah. I try, I'm trying to humanize the other side as much as sure. I can, despite sure. anything just, you heard of me getting mad right now, no, but I it's know. just because it's like, I try to find out because I'm just like, but what is it? But yeah. what is it? I understand the argument of the person who lived in the, who worked in a coal mine going, yeah. I lost my job. Right. And, oh, yeah. and this I, guy told me he would I get my job it. back and I'm going to do it. I totally get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the white middle class guy that's doing that. Right. Yeah. I understand. I understand that you were sold a, a, a barrel a of lies. Of, yeah. I understand people who, but like, I remember getting an argument with an older gentleman that I used to be somewhat close to. And I thought he, and he's a good person and he's a, super christian like diehard christian that's what and he posted me. yeah the hypocrisy is fucking real thick. and this and i called him out on yes. I, I wrote to him and i was just like hey man because he posted something in support of family separations and the babies in cages <laughs> no, and i said you're no. a decent man with children what the Please. fuck makes An you think of empathy and you're so christian you are so you were so outwardly christian help thy neighbor everything about christianity says 90 percent of christianity is love thy neighbor help the less fortunate don't build a higher wall build a longer table exactly everything about christianity is about welcoming the other person and becoming together and, and supporting those less fortunate than you yeah but apparently that is all out the goddamn That's window ro- the, yeah. when i see evangelists buying Ugh. You know, buying, saying, God told me that he wants me to have an, a Falcon F-16 Learjet and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to get it because God's smiling his blessings down upon me. And I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus said to literally give, away, give away all, all of your of possessions. Your yeah. He said give away is, 100% of your possessions. Jesus didn't tell you that. I know. Like, like, you're, you're, you told you that. And, exactly. And you're justifying it it's by putting God nuts. in front of that quote. It's fucking nuts. And I don't understand how, how the right has taken... Taken uh, possession of Christianity because it is the most pot. It is the because biggest religion in the know, U.S. So I, I was uh, listening to something about uh, Roe v. Wade 
And that started out, um, I'm not going to quote this well because I suck at quotes, but it started out with um, a woman who was on television. Um, she had a pregnancy in which the child was not going to live. Yeah. And she decided to speak out about, about it because she was like, I want to share my experience in case other women are going. This was like in the 50s, 40, early yeah. 40s. I want to share my experience. And it was not talked about. It was not whatever. But they... Um, yeah, they made it a big, huge thing. And they were like, uh, I don't understand how you're telling me what to do. Point of my story is, that wasn't a great lead-in, but point of my story is they took that issue and realized that people were, were on either side of it and they pushed. They pushed. And that is an issue that so many conservatives vote on. Like you talked about being a one-party a one, uh, or one-issue uh, yeah. voter. That's what they did. And, and that and, became like Roe the v- pro-life. But before the pro-life thing, a lot of the evangelists were very against integration. That was their oh, big thing. Yeah. And they lost the Jim Crow battle. Yep. Which, again, I don't understand how that... It, it's... I don't understand how, like, the Christian religion has been twisted in the way it is. Because I know he is essentially the Christian president. Is the way is oh, that we say it, And the evangelists so think he is. And it just... So I wrong. don't see how... You have to contort your mind a lot. That's why I, I feel like the entire you have evangelistic to, community oh, has done false. the craziest mental gymnastics, mental gymnastics. To, to to be okay with this. But if and it does, it comes down to that is they will let because of Roe yeah. v. Wade, yes. and they don't believe, which is which is an argument that it is will always divide and will always be tough right. because it's and very. They know that we're not going to co- have a common ground. We're never going to have a common ground because the issue is, I believe it's a child, I don't. Oh, or not, I mean, like, no, I mean, it's, it's much that. more nuanced than right. that. But, it's, but, yeah. it's, a, it's a choice to say I, the, I, the person who I'm going to house this, yes. this, hum, this or whatever we're going to refer to it as for nine months. I am choosing that for me right now, I can't afford it. I'm in an abusive relationship. Yeah. This is rape. I like whatever this is. I'm deciding that this is not the right time for me. Yeah. Right. And like, and it's my choice to decide that is not the government's choice. Totally. To decide that, right. So like that's that's what that's about. But they also like you were saying understand that there's never going to be a consent. No, consensus. because they're and that's the problem is because they've they've whipped it up to a point where, um, it it has become a thing where it's hard to convince because you know the soul is that they're they have these horrific images which are mostly false for false one. right um and they convince these people on the right that babies are being murdered, murdered. and you're like. That's not what's happening. It is right. way deeper. It is way more nuanced. If you're nuanced. on that side, you're like, um, obviously they're murdering babies. No, like, exactly. Obviously, and they duh. have no problem. And it's the same. And then you, you're a demon for like even believing that it's cool to murder babies. And that's the problem is there will always be certain issues that have no common ground. Right. I like, for example, I mean, this is a gross simplification of it. So just just <laughs> saying Prefacing. again, very gross simplification. <laughs> but it's a lot of people who are, um, you know, it's the whole meat eater versus not meat eater mm-hmm. thing. I'm There's, a vegetarian. No, you're a vegetarian. <laughs> and exactly. And there are people who believe there is nothing ethically wrong with eating animals. Right. And then there are people who believe you are murdering living creatures yeah. for your sustenance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but those are two common grounds that will never happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, but you can even, but like, I feel like you can even get to like a more, more of a common ground in that argument. Well, because people are else. way more sympathetic towards animals because right, animals are cute. Oh, right, right, they're cute, they're cute. Babies love. But no. immigrants, nah, nah. Yeah, um, exactly. The amount of protections we have. I have, for I have family members who post everything about like cats and oh, and this person is, you know, this look at this kitten and help donate to the, the humane site, like. 
But when it comes with their very to human when it comes beings, to human beings, God forbid. It's, I know. Um, I, I will say a point that I um, was thinking about earlier. We were saying, how did this happen, right? How yeah. did it get to this point? It got to this point because of Fox News. It, it got to this point because Hugely. of yeah. the, the, this this network that has become more and more and more radicalized and more and more. I mean, it's always been propaganda, but it's yeah. become more blatant. Right. Um, they they uh, par, uh, they call themselves a news source. They've never been a news source. They are an entertainment network. They've admitted it. It is. Yeah. They, what they, they report do, does not have I'll to be even, true. I'll even give them because they do have a couple people on their actual like news things. Smith. Like, yeah, like yeah. Shep Smith. Who is an actual journalist doing the person, actual news, yeah. and he goes against what right. the Hannity's I don't know why he's and the thing. I mean, I'm happy all, he still has a job, but like because he, I think he feels like he has to because all the time he'll contradict the Hannitys and the Tucker oh, Tucker yeah, Carlson's, and he's like, "That's not what happened." No, uh, no. he goes, "I know this is only on at 5 p.m., but since it's 5 p.m., I'm gonna tell you tell this you. is the actual fucking state of what's happening." And yeah. then he ends, and we go right to Hannity and Carlson. Right, and all everything the crazy is people. is like yeah. washed away. It, it's, but like, but like. I know, my, like, my parents are, uh, mm, that's a whole other story, but they have watched Fox News yeah. forever, right? Like, when I was saying, like, when I voted for John McCain, like, that summer, I, w- I was home. I was, like, home and spending time, and, like, that's what was on all the time. It was Fox News and O'Reilly and all of these things. And mm-hmm. so, like, I would kind of just sit down and pop down next to Dad. Hey, what's going on? Uh, what is he talking about? Because I had no, I had, you know, like we said, we were, we're not politically activated. Old. Like, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, we 18 years old. I hadn't voted before. I hadn't right. done anything. I, I didn't know I wanted to ask the, the person who yeah. I thought had the most knowledge, but really this person had already been indoctrinated by Fox News yeah. years ago, and it's only gotten worse. Yeah. Um, and 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 so th- this this news source that that has become their news source um, is telling them one thing, and everyone else is telling them something yeah. else. And and then there it's like this conflict of like, and, and Fox is saying, no, we've got we've got the real deal. Like we yeah, we're we've the ones, got it. Like we're like, telling you the truth. Everyone truth else is lying. lying to you. Right. And that's the heart. It's so hard to find common ground because, because our our literally people. our fundamental facts that we are told are different yeah. where they'll be like this is what happened i'll be like what what are you talking about that never happened that's not happened. a thing and they're right. like no i it was on the new because when we were young or especially our parents generation it was the news the news, the news was a fact no matter who right. was saying the news it was just right. the news and it like and it, and it was it didn't have a, it didn't have a sway either way yeah. it was it was a neutral I mean, and that's the whole thing with um, Sinclair Broadcasting, that yeah. they're buying up news networks and putting... They're buying up all the local news networks. All the networks. local news networks. That's the, that's the, the one dangerous that you th- Right, yeah. the one that you think is neutral, the one, the face that you've been told Because that's yours. The that's the one who's told you news your whole life. Right. And it's Good Morning been, Connecticut is like, yeah, they're... Right, yeah. right. And, and, and now they're buying up, and they have these must-run segments mm-hmm. where, like, it's got to be... It's pro-Trump propaganda that they have to play because if you if they own the... If Sinclair owns Who's the network... Who's that guy, Boris, whatever Boris, the... Boris, f- uh, no, I'm not Carlos. Not Carlos. No. Um, yes. But you know I what I'm talking, talking about. about. He's a guy who was. Uh, Sebastian Go- Seb Gorka. No. Seb Gorka is one of them yeah, too. Seb Gorka, but then there's a Boris something. No, but they both exactly have must run things on Sinclair yes. Network, yes. which is crazy because they were both oh, Trump flunkies that did fucking right, nothing. Got, Seb right, Gorka works in the White House where he yeah when he, when he was in the White House he didn't have a security clearance. He right, couldn't do shit. Right. Didn't sit around and, uh, doing anything. Like, but like. But the, that's the scary part, right? Th- this uh, is the insidiousness. I was explaining yeah. this the, uh, to friends the other day when they're like, how did this happen? It happens because ever since the, the last time that the Democrats had the House, the, the, the Senate, 
um, and the White House, they made a plan. They started then, mm -hmm. decades ago, that this would never happen again. And they started. They started putting judges here. They started running people here. Mm -hmm. They started doing it, it all became a very and they separated very from meticulous. each other. Also, like there's again. Al Franken, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but I had read his book mm -hmm. and he was talking about oh he he blames it all he goes it all started in the late eighties early nineties with Newt Gingrich because when Newt Gingrich became Speaker of the House mm. he or not even that when he just had a more prominent role in the Republican Party mm -hmm. he made it so he's like it used to be that the senators all lived in Washington. And they all hung out with one another. And Democrat, Republican, they were in the same circles. They saw each other every day. They had dinners together. They were friends. They right. worked with one another. Yeah. And then Newt Gingrich said, no, at the end of every session, you go back. You go back you go to your, back state. your state. You stay there. You do not go out to dinner with anyone from the opposite party. You do not associate with anyone from the opposite party. And he created this hard this line. line where the two do not mix interact. with one another and that was the start of the divide because it used to just be like yeah we have differing views but we're we're all senators right. and we're all working and for the good more, of the country more right everything it, it was it went from the we're working for the good of the country to we're working for the good of the party right. and that's what happens and newt gingrich changed it so it's now for the good of the party and a party yeah, above country party we're, above all we're else seeing that yeah. so blatantly and it's and it's it's crazy do you think the republican party is going to survive trump do you think at no. when Trump leaves, the Republican Party is going to because what happens is it used to be there was a divide in the Republican Party. There was a Trump side and there were the the old school but Republicans all, and the never all, Trumpers. Whether they've, they have drunk the Kool-Aid or not, they've, they've all switched over. Right. They've all switched over with the exception of the late John McCain. Mm hmm. They all just was like, I guess I'll do this now. Right. Even ones it's, that it's were proven. supposed to, even the ones that had split off and announced Jeff Flake announced oh, he was going to retire. Fuck. So you're like, oh, okay, Jeff Flake so is going to be independent now. So now you can start making some now. ballsy moves. And what happens? And he didn't. And he he said fucking didn't. Even with even with uh, what's his what's the his nuts? Yes. Hearing. Like he he could have he could have. Yeah. <laughs> There was nothing he stopping him. And meanwhile, what happens is the only person who did anything was John McCain. <laughs> like, yeah. and he was the only yeah. one. He saved our health care for a little while for a little longer. While. And, and then they immediately gutted it by getting rid of the... That's another reason why this midterm election is so... Like, they will. Like, this is not... This It'll is be not gone. a question. It'll go away. They're taking it away if we They've don't They've already, win. and they talk about, like, oh, Obamacare doesn't work. Oh, look yeah, how expensive it, it is. And they're like, look they've how expensive it, it is. Work. It doesn't work exactly because now that the individual mandate is gone, mm -hmm. there's floods and floods of healthy people leaving, leaving the pool, which makes everyone else's more. Go up, because right. that's what happens. You for there was a while there when I was in and I was even annoyed about it, even though I liked Obama. I was annoyed about it because yeah. I didn't have any fucking money. Yeah. And there was a while there in my early 20s where I was paying for. I was literally had health insurance because I had to. Otherwise, I was going to get fined for not having health right. insurance. And that was the only reason. If I if there was no mandate, there was no way a young, healthy 20-year-old me was no. going to even have health insurance no. because I don't go to the at that time especially. I didn't go to the doctor. I didn't oh. go to the dentist. I didn't no. do anything. If my if I chop my hand off, I'll go to the emergency room. Right. <laughs> That's it. I'll fix it. Yeah. Fine. No, I know. Like I mean, they've 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 point by point stripped it yeah. down so that it doesn't work. They they uh, shorten the period to enroll for it. I yeah. mean, even now it's enrollments now. Would oh yeah, you we're know? redoing. Would ours. you even know? No, you would have no idea. I'm yeah. redoing it right now. We're redoing our insurance just because you know <laughs> that's what happens. You do it every year, like especially, <laughs> and it's because there's no and, and like you know Laura and I we worry so much. We're like this. 
Do you know how much better our life would be if there was a public option and we knew what our health insurance was every year? Yeah. Every year we like resubmit our income. We reset. I find out how much I'm paying different every single year. I'm finding out what's what company is going to cover me because my company changes. Oh, really? Everything they cover changes every single year, and it's because and mind you, we're still spending like seven hundred dollars a month on this shit. Like Jesus. it's it's like it's really that's insane. It's really nuts. And then I have friend, you know, because. Going to theater school, there's a lot of international students, and mm-hmm. all my friends from uh, England and from Canada are just like, They're "What are you like, talking about?" Mm-hmm. I'm just like, because uh. <laughs> even if we went over, because you can go, I would love to go over to the Canadian system oh, where it's single payer, everything's great. So but even difficult. if you don't, even if you go over to the UK system where there's a public option, and then you can buy additional insurance if sure. you want. I, as a young person just need a public option yeah. i need to be able to go get checkups right. i need to be able to go treat a disease if i have the disease but if i want to in the uk if they want to pay extra money for special doctors and special crazy stuff they can cool. do whatever they want right all do you. if we don't if you don't have health you don't have anything else. anything and the fact that as americans as the richest country in the mm-hmm. world we have to worry on a constant basis, every fifty percent of families in the U.S. are one medical um, emergency, emergency away from bankruptcy. Away from bankruptcy. Yeah. It's insane. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. All, it's, it's all, so, all of the above. And that's why this is important, and everyone has to go vote. Please go and vote. And please go vote. So, please uh, go vote. Lindsay and I are voting in New York. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we decided to take a look at our ballot. There's a great little website called Vote Save America. So handy. I'm pretty sure you guys, there's a there's a podcast called Pod Save America. I don't know if don't you've know. heard of it. It's like a tiny little podcast. No, it's the most successful like t- podcast yeah. of all time. It, it, Them it, and Joe Rogan are the two most successful podcasts like ever. I love Joe Rogan. He's a nut. <laughs> but it's true. And like, so what happens is we printed out our, um, our uh, ballots to take a look at what it's like just so if you also happen to be listening and you are through uh new york this is kind of what yours is going to look like and mind you Lindsay and i live uh i don't know like half a mile away from each other and i found out we're in completely different congressional districts we're going to talk about different candidates had no idea (laughs) at all um in order for our truly believe this i know people listening are of different minds in order to preserve our country, I feel like the only thing you can do is vote down ballot Democrat right yes. now, just because <clears throat> the Republican Party has become so corrupt and so divided. It, it even if it they're is not working it, for people, they're, they're not, working, they're for not people. working for you. And even if it is a lesser of two evils thing for a lot of people, and I know some people it feels like it would. Okay. Yeah, it's way lesser. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> way yeah, lesser yeah. evil. So lesser. And it's it's crazy. So we have um. The race in New York, uh, our senators back up for election. Uh, mm-hmm. Kristen Gillibrand yep. is the Democratic person that we on. Uh, <laughs> was, we're, we're essentially announcing the big things endorsements for the New York <laughs> thing. So we are endorsing <laughs> well, yeah. yes. uh, Kristen, Kristen Gillibrand, Gillibrand, who yeah. is great and actually is probably going to be courting a presidential run. We'll see. Hi. She's one she's of the people. She's amazing. Ma- no, she's incredible. She's one of the people on the list, though. Um. And uh, like a fun thing I, I love about the the Vote Save America website is that you like you click on each candidate and then um, they'll give you a you know picture of them what you know what party they're from and then they have like experience they have the issues that they've spoken out about so you can click on each issue as it pertains to you or yeah. something that you're interested in it's, it's and it an gives you like a thing like quotes about what they've said and have outwardly spoken it's out a on. incredibly 
incredibly valuable 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 Tool. website yeah. and, and it's and, and it's amazing that it didn't exist before right i, right. Had I mean, no there's idea. little things there's like ballotopedia and there's like there's certain things that tell you what's on your ballot and who's on your ballot or it tells you the ver- the bare minimum it tells you like the name of the person it doesn't give no, you exactly. necessarily research about them or their viewpoints that that's on you which yeah we should all be like doing a little work but but it's nice that that they that votes of America has done the work for us. No, exactly. And all you have to do is go on the website and go to literally just type in your street yeah, address. Yeah, done. And that's all you have to do. I mean, it's like I'll do right now. I'm not going to say it out loud. <laughs> What's your address? Then? I know. <laughs> I did that once. I interviewed my dad for Father's Day. Oh no. And he said we had to edit it out. He just said my full address <laughs> on the mic. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> my dad. It's like please dad. don't tell. He goes, because you live exactly here at this intersection of this building. I was just like, can you? Apartment four. Whoa. What? I was like, don't say that, Dad. Damn. It was. It was Intr- funny. Here's my phone number. I'm on my social security number. Do do do. Yeah, so we got Gillibrand. Do you want to like? Talk yeah, yeah. A bit Let's about go. So, um, we're gonna have to go through your mine. Okay, thing cool. Because mine's the mobile is so, a little weird. So mine is pretty exciting for the U.S. House of Representatives, New York, fourteen or the fourteenth congressional district. I get to vote on Alexandra uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. I know, which is super um, exciting. Which is exciting because Zach does not get to vote on I her. I don't. I but totally don't get to vote on her. She's my district, which is like really cool um, because she's gotten so much national attention um, yeah. and has been like a very vocal figure for speaking out about uh, you know democratic, socialist, progressive. Totally, um, and and if she was, and we also points. endorse her very oh, much. Oh yeah, so. very much. Twenty eight so. years old. Uh, unseated somebody in the primary who had been there for decades. Yeah. Well, like I, I don't, I did, I didn't dislike Crowley. I just like he, he really wasn't trying. He wasn't he, doing he wasn't anything. The incumbent. There's he, a like, lot. He wasn't. That's the problem with a lot of the incumbents. And it's one of the right. reasons Trump did as well as he did. Oh, and people do is because people 100%. are tired of business as usual. So there's a lot of the business as usual They're clients out. who are out there. Yeah. For she, <laughs> like she, she, she walked, she walked and knocked doors and was like, "Hi, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. I would love your vote." Like yeah. that's. And like for me, I have a different. Um, I'm in the 12th district. Which district are you in? For you, so you're in the 14th for New York. I'm in the 12th district. So mm-hmm. uh, we're endorsing Carolyn uh, Maloney mm-hmm. for ours under mm-hmm. the uh, Democratic and Working Families Party, mm-hmm. and she's been um, she's been the congresswoman of this district for the past. Uh, I don't know. I can't do math, but 1993. Uh, so it's <laughs> a lot of years. So so yeah, a lot of years. It's more than 20. No, 93 would be 25, 25 years. Guys, 1993 was 25 years ago. Shut up. Oh, I don't like how well I (laughs) remember that. I know, but she's been a, um, but she's been um, our representative in the 12th district since 1993. Mm. And before that, she was on the New York City Council for 10 years before that. Uh, She's amazing. And she's a great, um, She's great stance. Uh, her main fight has been abortions and contraceptives, and she has done amazing things for the city. Mm-hmm. So we highly recommend that you vote for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have state governor, which is a interesting, interesting topic yeah. for all yeah. of us. Um, again, it is very important that vote. you do vote down ballot and you yeah. do vote Democrat. Andrew Cuomo is uh, our Democratic candidate. He is. He and had a primary earlier this year, like even a couple of months ago. Yes. Um, 
between him and Cynthia Nixon, who's mm-hmm. running this uh, Democratic Socialist. And Cuomo's had a hard time with um, his support members have had. Uh, they're in jail. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's had. a. Yeah. There's been a lot of corruption scandals. Research. Yeah. Um, none tying to him, but right. tying to his uh, to people his who have peeps. worked for him, which is always yeah. an issue. And that's yeah. one of the reasons Lindsay and I both liked Cynthia Nixon, just because it, there's a there's a very big thing in the U.S. with fresh perspective. And that's why Trump won, sadly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. however, with running against um, um, Cynthia Nixon, he has yeah. moved forward much much farther to left. The left and i so. think that's going to be positive for all of us he also does have the the, the experience and the benefit yeah. of of he knowing how to work the system for the past six seven years you know he, in 2011 he was elected before then he was a state attorney general right before then he was the u.s secretary of housing and urban development which is that. uh ben carson's job <laughs> jesus. jesus christ <laughs> beautiful i know it's really sad to see like who's in Right, who's in previous like positions Certain that things. were? I know. He's, it's I mean, he's really got, but he does like you. Can, again, you can you can check to see how how each of these candidates have have spoken out, have voted. Um, on on certain issues, Cuomo, and, yeah, and he has done great things. He was um, really he was the governor that that really pushed um, uh, legalization of gay marriage mm-hmm. and uh, the prohibition uh, of discrimination on gender identity and transgender guns. status. He's trying to he's. Help right, you know. He's a good he stands for the good things. You just you know, we like Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh but then there's little racist people don't even think about. The New York State Attorney General is very right. important. That's something Attorney I had to do a lot of research on important. in the primary because I was so not informed. Attorney generals have way more power than we yes. thought did. So right now in Georgia, one of the big issues is the people running for governor are oh, Stacey yeah. Abrams, who if we could endorse we would. I mean, I, I mean, I, I do guess I can. I super I endorse endorsing. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, well, I'm not from that state, so I can't endorse. And I'm like, sure actually, fuck can. yeah. So definitely love Stacey Abrams, also but she's running against up. Kemp, who is uh, the current state attorney general of Georgia. And what has he done? As the state attorney general, he's been purging the voter rolls because that's what he gets to do. So much to say about that. Purging the voter rolls in his own election—that is nuts. Yeah, so weird. Why? Why might one be doing that? Me and Laura are talking about it because um, Laura is from Georgia Georgia, and she's still registered in Georgia. And she's been waiting on her absentee ballot for. She told me. She said that ever. uh, Did she? uh, Did her mother overnight her the? Yeah, yeah. She finally overnighted it, so she has that, and it's like, and now. Now she's like, okay, well, maybe I can overnight it. Maybe I can get there. As I said, yeah. and I told her, I was like, babe, the way things are going with Kemp, she still hasn't had her absentee ballot. We are she three days out. She's calling. She's okay. doing everything. And even if she gets her absentee ballot, even if she overnights it at this point, like she has no guarantee she of this getting. I know. It, but if she really overnights it, I think it just needs to be postmarked by the 6th. Yeah. So like, I like, I mean, still, still keep at it. Keep going. But like, um, we can, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll read the the post. A little no, bit, exactly. You know, a you little should. bit later. But like, um, I've got a lot to say about voter suppression. But um, uh, Latia uh, oh, James. Yeah, Latisha, Latisha, thank you. James, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tish, yeah. Latisha James, um, running for state attorney general, is mm-hmm. who we are going for right now. Uh, she's been. She does a good job. She wants to um, bring legal action. Her big thing that I'm supportive of her. She wants to keep ICE out of our courts, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. very. Very, very important. Yes. Uh, because it's clogging up the court system. It's destroying the court system. There, yeah. ICE, I, um, 
deportation cases in some states, Georgia, for example, they can wait up to five years for a court date, which means no. if you were detained, you're waiting in jail for five that years to decide whether you stay so in the country. illegal. It's, it's terrible. So she wants to make sure that, you know, bringing legal action on vice. She wants to investigate fraudulent business practices. Uh, she She's awesome. We yeah. really like her. Yeah. And she wants to strengthen... Um, punishments for people for workplace sexual harassment uh, which is yeah, the biggest girl. thing so that's one thing that we feel really good about in new york is we have a lot of women running for everything yes. which makes us feel better the fact is Always. that pretty much however it goes as long as uh, kristen Gillibrand wins which she should she i mean pe- yes. we, we like her a lot I mean, we're all of our you know our with the um kristen Gillibrand and our uh congressional we'll all be women which will be good because that's a huge thing. They find that women who run, the reason we're an underrepresented, women uh, who run for office on the national level win at the same rate as men win, but they yes. run far less. Yeah. And that's just because of systematic things. That oh, 100%. Yeah. Because they, they didn't, like, there was no representation. They didn't no, see exactly. it, so they didn't think that they could be it. It's all representation. Yes. I mean, literally, I mean, yes. I don't want to tie it into being a plus size male model but it's true it's if if you don't see yourself represented in something you don't you never think it's even possible possible. right and then once you see it start happening you're like oh shit i could do that that's an option that was an option cool uh this guy i love uh gary vaynerchuk who's a um uh entrepreneur and he has a podcast and all that Mm -hmm. his whole thing is that he goes if someone else who looks like you has done it before you have no excuse for not doing it he goes i'm not saying it's not going to be crazy hard i'm not saying it's not going to be difficult i'm not saying it's going to be harder for you than other people but if someone who looks like you has done it you have no excuse there's like a mental path that is immediately clear he goes it is so important he goes once you see someone like you doing it all of a sudden you're like i could do it it's I mean, it's with the entertainment industry, like with with all the industries, like yeah. print, entertainment, like movies, film, like um, what was it? Rogue One, who had the first Hispanic um, lead, like he like uh, Oscar Isaac was the first Hispanic, but no, no, not like that, but like in a Star Wars, but in movie, a Star right? Wars, like movie, in a exactly. Star Wars film, but then of course you have has, terrible people come out because oh, the no, same was disgusting. you had uh, Rose. I can't. Oh, I know her last name. that poor poor woman. But she was in uh, who got basically fucking harassed in off Force of Twitter Awakens. just because she was. Asian she was, and it's yeah. like and, and didn't fit the, the idea that someone else had of can we also throw characters. this out there that everyone in Star Wars is a goddamn alien yeah. like no one's they might look human but there right. is no but earth not. Right. there's no earth in the Star Wars universe right it happened a long time ago in a galaxy far far, far, far away so it's kind of like ours, it's, it's when, when people get possessive about that and they had such issues with Rey being a Jedi and like they're like no we don't want a woman leading this Fuck which they did bait and switchy a little bit because in the movie i mean in all the movie shows for that movie came out you're like oh f- uh flynn uh finn is, is the, the is the jedi, the jedi and then you're like no he's totally not he's, but i love that oh, like it's I so much better that. that way it's so, so much better good. because like that scene with um with what's his face adam driver and in, mm-hmm. in, like in the forest when it's like uh snowing yeah and when she like calls it like he gets knocked out and then you see it like moving and, and she like, like calls oh, it to shit, her and you're like oh that's awesome. It's good. It was a good moment. But like even that, like you see little girls like so excited that they can they can be a Jedi. Yeah. Like how beautiful. Oh, but yes. Um, if you want your Jedi to be a girl, <laughs> vote down ballot. <laughs> 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 the point of the story is. Point of the story the is, uh, it, you know, one of the things we have 
in the U.S. is we do have the freedom to vote. It's sometimes harder for uh, people of color and people of lower socioeconomic status because uh, there's a lot of um, laws in place right now that are meant to suppress the vote that have been put in place by the good old GOP. So it's this is also really important because who wins the House this election is who draws the new lines for yes, the districts for gerrymandering because for the democrats have to ungerrymander yeah. essentially all of the everything conservative that's districts. happening and i mean yes uh, and and, and pe- i think people will point out the democrats have gerrymandering is not implicitly bad right like there there are they yeah. just take it they take it too far the idea behind it was to make sure it's, that like there was even. enough pe- yeah that it was even that there were there enough was people good behind in, it that there are enough people in your district to be the similar to the amount of people in the district next yes. door or at least on the same spectrum right uh, but what happened was they found in drawing those lines the controlling party gets to draw the lines of the district and over the last couple of years the republicans have decided that they can draw the line like crazy like, like lines with pinpoint accuracy pinpoint accuracy to like, literally cut out cut people of color yeah. and people, like and yeah literally knock a single house, single out, house of the district. out of the district right and it's it's crazy if you see some of the shapes of some of these districts oh, that they draw it's not, like you're not even there's one in florida where where the two halves of the district don't even touch they're not even they're like <laughs> bisected by another district right right and it's just because like that's where you know <laughs> the working class people of color live so because of that let's just cut them out because there's no yeah, way yeah, they're gonna yeah. it's, we, we don't want them like to it's uh, but it, it was also nice. made it made it so that like it's made it almost impossible for Democrats to win because even if they have more of the votes, it is like it doesn't matter because the district in which they vote like it's it's the way that they were gerrymandered. Yeah, they're not getting counted. No, in the way that like it's not one person one vote. I mean, no. obviously that's not what it is in the country. It's electoral college, but like it's which again that's a whole. Other which again we are, that's a whole, we already <laughs> talked about how <laughs> fucked up talking, that is. Yeah, so many things. Yeah, but it's. It's 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 not good, guys. Uh, but but it's very important, and this is our chance to take back. If the the Democrats need to take back at least the House, oh, hopefully more. Hopefully but more. But at least, but the if, House. yeah, it it ha- guys, it has to. Like we we have to. It is important for our country. It is important for it's our important world. For every, it's important everyone. for our climate. We yeah. the, the fact right, climate especially. The UN right. issued a report that we essentially have twelve years left, right, uh, till twenty thirty, till everything. That's happened is becoming completely irreparable. Irre- like, we are gonna, we are facing a human tragedy on a scale of which we never know. We are getting to the point where the Earth is going to be so hot that the tropical zone of the world will become uninhabitable, and we're not going to be able to feed everybody. And there's going to be huge mass migration. And we can like, right, and we, we can. We do already this. know how we're dealing with immigrants. Not well, or like exactly. people who are trying to like flee, flee situations and it's the democratic party who has been focusing on renewable energy resources trying to pause this in its tracks trying to stop it in its tracks uh we have a president right now who pulled ourselves out of the paris climate agreement paris climate agreement has no consequences by the way negative being in it like the paris climate agreement is a financial input like it's a piece of paper that says we're all going to try real hard to be better yeah, that's all it is. And these are our goals to try to meet. And we're going to agree to do this. And if we don't, that sucks. But like, we're going to try even harder next year. Exactly. And I'm like, you literally pulled out of something Symbolic. we don't need to. Right. All you said was we would try. 
And right. And let, so, so like, point, point, like, let's not vote for uh, Republicans who are still denying the fact that climate change even exists. Yeah. We're not, we're not there. Just because you, de- just because you deny it, does not mean it doesn't exist. It means that we are all going to face the consequences of your idiocy, and people are going to look back on us right now, right where we yeah. are, and say, "Why didn't you do something about this?" And it's like we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> vote blue. That's yeah. how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna make. It's, Some it's, sort of dent. it's that that the climate is such an important it's, issue. It's and a, right now what happens is you have w- I was watching um, an interview with Cory Booker recently mm-hmm. and he was explaining, you know, how much large interests who are against climate change like the Koch brothers, because why they run an energy company. Yes. They don't want regulations on their it's energy company. It's very clear making them why they money. don't want us to invest in solar. And <laughs> until another thing is, if you want a chance, if you want to clean up politics, Democratic Congress takes over. We have the chance of getting money out of politics. We have the chance of campaign finance reform. Of reinstating that, that we're... we're, Getting uh, rid of Citizens United. Uh, Citizens United was a bill... Again, I talked earlier about John Oliver. Every now and then, things sound great. Citizens United sounds like a great thing. But what it does is it makes it possible for billions of unlabeled money gets pumped into these elections every day oh, and they don't have to tell from? you who the right. hell it is right it's 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 like it's this breeding ground for corruption that the, the, they've like systematically like taken taken the the i can't i mean just look at it the way it is say okay you can break it down really easy let's say you work at a restaurant okay. right yeah you have a manager at that restaurant mm-hmm. you got two guys that want to sell them fish one guy, and, and you guys know your boss. He's he's a decent guy, but, you know, he doesn't make a lot of money. Two guys want to sell him fish. One guy says, here, I'll sell you this fish. It's good fish. This is how much money it costs. And then the next guy says, hey, this is okay fish. Might be a little, uh, might be a little iffy. Could get a couple people sick, but we're pretty sure that this fish is okay. But I'll give you $400,000 to take this fish. That's literally what's happening in yeah. politics. And yeah. it's fucking nuts. And and you're like, oh, Zach, that's an oversimplification. It's fucking not. But like, th- it's yeah, that's it. It's that not. Is, it. is there being? They're making. Because you know what? Senators they make 170 grand a year. It's a great thing, but they're not like it's a great salary. They're mm-hmm. not going crazy, but there's no limit on the amount of campaign contributions they can take, and they get to allot those campaign contributions. However, the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's no. Ugh. It is. I mean. The mo- yeah, Ugh. oh god, there's so many things on my mind right now, that I know. Like just if, just immediately getting getting the money out of politics and the corporations out of politics yeah. and and like church out of that's not it's not there it's it hasn't been instated yet but there was a, a talk going around about instating a thing where churches can donate to campaigns. Yeah. Oh, that's one of Sessions' big thing. Sessions is pulling some crazy, crazy shit. And mind you, they're he, like he's doing the Religious Freedoms Act oh, or whatever, that's the, disgusting. which literally just me is just it's a Christian reason. Christian freedom. It's, it's it's not religious freedom. Because they're not because they're not you know 
and it's literally something he's putting in place just so he can allow uh, Christian people to deny service to LGBT. Right. Like that is it. And they're like, now we're going to make it legal. Now we're going to make it so we can deny not just LGBTQ, but like anyone who is brown. Like we've been there. We were there. We were there. Like not too long ago. I remember recently they were making an argument that um, there was one Senator who's making an argument that uh, Muslims were not allowed to be in the, could not ethically be members of Congress oh. because they have to swear on the Bible and they can't swear on the Bible. They're Muslim. And then Jake fucking Dapper was talking to one of his representatives and was just like, that's not true. You can swear on anything yeah, you want. Anything you and want. he goes, he goes, well, no, I was a public office. I swore on the Bible. He goes, yeah, because you're you, a Christian right, and you chose to swear. You can swear on a Quran. You can swear on a Torah. You can swear on whatever the hell. You can yeah. swear on the Great Gatsby. You can do whatever yeah, the hell yeah, you want. You know what? Like, right. <laughs> and not only that, there was one Muslim congressperson who was like, yeah, I did did when when i was sworn in i swore on the quran not only that i swore on thomas jefferson's personal quran because thomas jefferson had a quran in his library because he was a fucking worldly dude and he wanted yes he was christian but he's like about other other people and other people's religions and cultures nuts it's fucking nuts and a lot of muslims who do they if they're it's not their own family quran they choose to swear in on thomas jefferson's quran because why the fuck wouldn't you like i don't know that's cool that's cool thomas (sighs) jefferson I know. Uh, That's how I feel. Uh, no, I know. Let's try it so hard. <laughs> That's correct. If any of you are feeling um, dismayed right now, uh, I tr- we tried very hard to not make this a depressing episode, <laughs> but it's so hard to talk about politics to not so just get frustrated. But all these frustrations we feel can be fixed yes. if you vote just tomorrow. If vote. you're not voting tomorrow, why? What? No, what are you why? doing? You need to vote. No, why? it's not no, even a choice. Everyone no, has to vote tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Everyone has you're to go out and vote. Tomorrow. You need so. to find your polling place. Go to vote. If you, you don't know your polling place, yeah, go to vote, vote save America. America. Go to vote save America. America. It'll tell you the exact address. Tell you exactly where to go. I'm yeah, going to PS two thirty four or something like that. Yeah, it's perfect. So, it's perfect. please, everybody, go out there and vote. Um, it it. I know that you all you've heard it's is that it's the critical. most important election of our lifetime. But it is. It is. This is the election that decides whether we're continue going down the rabbit hole that could lead to crazy xenophobia, racism, and can literally pull our country apart to try to fix this. And it is so important that we all go to the polls and we all do it. And I really, really hope that this works out because the next episode of this, I'm recording before election day. So oh. I'm going to not talk about it. And <laughs> I really, because I'm not going to know, but this one comes out before election day and just get your ass to the polls. Please. I really don't know Please. what else to I say. Mean, you, you don't know me personally, but like just do it as a favor to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and Zach, obviously. Do it, do it for both of us. Both of us. Uh, so before we go, Lindsay had a really good post that she had put earlier today that yeah. we both thought was fitting for all of you to hear. So you want to give us a little context real quick? I do. Yeah. So um, I've just been thinking. <laughs> I think about this a lot. I think about uh, the... We all think about it. I never <laughs> thought about like, politics in my right, entire right. And fucking now life. I can't stop thinking And now about it's it. my whole life just every single day. Absolutely. Um, and I was just trying to put together some words and I was really trying to understand, uh, you know, you try to empathize and try to put yourself in someone else's like, what are you thinking when you're going to the polls and not voting Democrat? Like, like just like little things. Um, and all the things were coming out recently about the voter suppression and about, um, 
um, so many instances like North Dakota when they were changing the PO boxes so that they so that you have and Native to have, Americans so Native vote. Americans can't vote because Native Americans there's str- a lot of in the reservations their streets are not you're not given a post office uh, right. address because given they're a, not considered streets in but they still get serviced by the postal service so yeah. you get a PO box and that's great you go to your yeah. PO box you get your thing but ne- but like it, it uh, in between the primary and in, and the general election. There was legislation upheld by the now conservative Supreme Court that allow that allows it, it. It means that you have to have an ID that matches an exact address, and they don't have an exact. Which is exactly address. I'm worried about. I'm worried that my ID, my address right. is different than my ID. I right. might have an we issue. Have this issue. I might have to call you back, like come back and be like, I had I, to do a. Pre- oh, which could, reminds oh, yes, me, yes. really, really yes, quickly really for quick. everybody. Go, go, go. Uh, it's very important if you have any issues while you are voting at the pr- at the polls, you need to request a provisional ballot figure it out and fill it out and, and yes and, give it and, to that, them. and that will because count. that will count you need to ask ballot. for a provisional ballot yes and they have to give it to you yeah um so yeah this is this is a post that i had earlier today um and here it goes uh it says i sincerely don't know how it could be any more clear that the gop and republican party is not interested in a fair vote they're interested in winning democracy be damned if a party has to cheat, gerrymander, severely su- suppress people of color, literally switch votes to their candidate as soon as they're submitted for their opponent, send out disgusting racial racist robocalls, remove accessible polling stations, shorten the amount of time you have to vote, um, ha- remove registered voters from voting roster, change the voting laws between primary and general elections to exclude Native Americans, dispose of absentee ballots, etc. If a party has to do all of these things to win... It is clearly and purposefully not reflecting the will of the people. It is reflecting the will of those who want to gain more power. Newsflash, that's not winning. That is stealing. And stealing elections looks less like a democratic republic and a lot more like a dictatorship. I sincerely don't understand why this isn't terrifying to every single American. This shouldn't be a partisan issue. We should all care that these things are happening regardless of party affiliation or beliefs. But if it helps to put things into perspective, Perhaps think about how you would feel if it was your party who was being suppressed, if you were unable to exercise your constitutional right to vote because of the reasons listed above. Not great, huh? Pretty solidly frightening, isn't it? We need to think long and hard about the direction that this country is taking. We need to put the country over party and vote for those who are not actively trying to decimate our democracy. Perfect. That's awesome. (laughs) And and, and it's... And I think that's the country over party is the perfect thing because yes. we've become so tribalistic yes. and we've become so crazy and we've become so Republican versus Democrat that you need to actually think, not because you're being told, not because Fox News told you what is better for the country. Does your country actually get better by taking welfare and health care away from people? Does we the country get better for that? Nah. Because I, I don't think it does. No. I don't think I want to see any of my fellow citizens suffering. So, no. and again, I didn't actually not again. I didn't mention this before. Everything that Bernie Sanders was asking for, all this help, all this aid, could all go away if we spend a little less on our goddamn military. Uh, and people get us. And I'm not saying I don't want any soldiers. I'm talking about. I don't want any the soldiers getting pay cut. I think everyone should get a billions. pay raise. I think all that. I'm talking about the money that we pay private contractors and the money we s- spend blowing l- billions upon billions of dollars on experimental bullshit that never works. We spent over the last 20 years or l- last 30 years developing a jet. 
up to a trillion dollars developing it, and it still doesn't work. Cool, cool, You're cool. telling me that trillion dollars couldn't have gone to health care and education it. for our people? Right. That's the whole thing. It's like we, we, we don't have enough money or we have plenty of money until until it comes to health care. And then, oh, where, where, are we, where are we getting that from? With the it's amount the of money, we spend more on our military than the next five largest countries combined. And we could cut it in half and still pay, have way more and have way larger and way and more expensive military than anything. Yeah. And it's it's become so for profit. And we don't even use soldiers to do most of our stuff. There's so many things we're paying private contractors crazy amounts of money so they can't tie Be it traced. back to the government. Yep. And we're spending so much money developing things that we never, ever use. Right. I... No, I mean, and and in in addition, and no if, one's if, saying we if, don't want to be safe. No one's course. saying we don't support our no, troops. We're not. I have we have veterans in our families and that are friends, service. and we love you, and we want you supported. Absolutely. But I want you supported in the best way at home and away. Yes. When you come back, I want you supported. I want your veteran services there, and I want your family to be taken care of also with healthcare and education. Yes. I want your life as a citizen to be better. Right. Yes. And that's what it is. And, and and we can pay for all of it. Everyone everyone always says when they're like, oh, well, you have all these f- programs you want to fund. Where are you going to get this money? It's uh, what, th- Your taxes are going to go up. We're not talking about raising taxes. We're talking about reallocating tax dollars we already pay. Already pay. And speaking of taxes, um, that stupid sham of a, a tax cut for the billionaires of yeah. the country. How about we like don't do that and mm-hmm. how about we tax them a couple percentages more yeah and uh and pay for and upgrade our education system the uh so they re- they took away the tax credit for teachers to charge right. 250 right. they were able to claim what? 250 bucks in school supplies which all my i have i've come from a family of yep, teachers i have same. friends who are teachers they spend thousands over the year on school supplies they were able to take 250 like a like a paltry measly as a tax credit they did the uh they did a thing that cost i think it was somewhere around 20 billion dollars is what they saved by getting rid of that tax credit the amount of money that the DeVos family, our secretary of education, the amount of money they saved by the reduction of the estate tax, the amount of money they will save Mm -hmm. when Betsy dies and then gives her all of her billions and billions to her kids is was somewhere like twenty five billion dollars. So all of that just went to one person. Wanting, who wants to give their their billions of dollars to their kids tax free and is not putting it back into the economy they're not and i want to know when i win the goddamn lottery which i won't never will but if i have to win the lottery how come i have to spend four, you know you have, we have to spend 45 percent and meanwhile these people's like oh well why are they why are they getting taxed money giving their estate to their children because their kid didn't work for it it's the same thing when i didn't work for the fucking yeah. lottery i now all of a sudden have gave billions of dollars of income and I have to pay taxes on said right. income. Right, that it is just, how that works. Exactly, and yeah. they're like, "Well, that wasn't." Ta-. It's it's. They try to make the arguments not nuance. The amount of money that goes to the top one percent of one percent is cut, fucking crazy. I say with quotes is the most unpopular, like one of the most unpopular things that they've done, was, and they're trying to spin it in such a way. Fifty percent, fifty percent of that tax cut went to eighty individuals in the U.S. That's horrifying. Isn't 80 billionaires in the U.S. got 50 percent of that tax cuff? Got richer. And 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 and, 
And for the companies involved, they were saying, oh, no, 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 this stupid concept of trickle-down economics that has never fucking worked. Yeah. But they're saying, oh, no, no, we're going to give money to the rich, and then they're going to pay their employees more. They're going to give them benefits. Yeah. None of that shit happened. They just bought more stocks of. They just bought more stocks in their own company. And they still move out of state, and they still take right. their factories, and, they're still, and they right. still, they're still fucking over leave. shipping it overseas. And it's like, oh, well, no, we gave them tax rate. They get, no, they're not going to pay more. No, unless, unless you no put a clause in there. That's the whole thing. Okay, let's say you're going to give this tax cut. Let's say that's, you know, let's say that's going to happen no matter what. Then you put in a clause that says this is how you this is how you kind of have to, you know, you promise. But that by. Yeah, this here's the tax cut. You, 30% has to go to employees. You're raising your salaries. employees. Right. Yeah. Done. No, it, or, it's. You know, or to creating building a factory here. The or, amount of times, even with the with the bailouts in the in the, the automotive bailouts bailouts mm-hmm. and the bailouts during 2008 mm-hmm. we bailed out banks we bailed out automotive companies and what happened is their executives took fucking payouts and they didn't do anything yeah. it's it's like, we we've been how many times are we gonna right. trust people to do the right thing right but and you're trusting them, them by giving them billions of dollars right. and trust, like if, and it's been proven that if you put the money back into like the like the middle and lower classes they're going to use it and they're going to put yeah. they're, they're going to spend it rich people aren't spending it they've got more money that they could spend in five lifetimes like yeah. the middle class and the, and the people who are below the poverty line not only need it but are going to spend that money and they say within stuff, the economy and they're like oh what are they going to do they suddenly get 500 dollars. they're going to go and buy a new tv and i said yeah yeah they are going to buy a new tv they're right. going to buy a new tv from a business that's local that, that, that is selling could be this tv owned, that is selling this tv and someone gets a commission on that tv and they make money if i give five if i give you know whatever billion dollars to these billionaires that money instantly goes offshore right into tax-free into bank accounts. accounts that they're hiding in panama and in the caribbean and in switzerland yeah. and it's just like don't give me that don't shit give me this bullshit I when know you give money happens. to poor people yeah they spend it that's what boosts the economy they spend it you want to fix that's our economy right now you we can fully fix our economy our next democratic president uh hundred we have the best economy in the world go on first day my first act is i'm ordering congress or requesting congress to pass a bill that instantly forgets all federal student loan debt in the country that would that the economy would would explode yeah we would just be crazy people would be buying houses buying like uh, we would be doing so So well well. because we have people like us who have been spending twelve hundred dollars a month since they were 22 fucking years old and I did not just have twelve hundred dollars to spend at twenty three yeah. years old. No, ex- I didn't. Like, I was making ten dollars an hour when I first moved to New I York. I didn't either, and because I was very privileged, I split it with my parents. My parents yeah. are like, "Listen, we we could, help. We, you know, they yeah, helped yeah. me pay Thanks. for that t- until I got to a point where I was on my feet enough that I could afford the like, twelve hundred dollars a month." Right. Which was which was a sucky day for me, by the way, when I was like, I'm making a little. But, oh, no. but it was me because I didn't want my parents paying my debt because right. I felt bad for it. Right. Like, so into and but I'm not lucky. I'm I'm lucky. I mean, no, I am lucky. lucky. Yeah, I'm You're stupid lucky that I come from a family who who uh, could afford who to could help afford out. to help me with that. Yeah. And it's like, right. Not not everyone gets like this. I mean, that's it's back to the, the bootstraps thing. It's like it's you like need if a you don't pair don't of shoes, you yeah. need some shoes. Exactly. So vote blue, <laughs> vote get, a, blue. get a pair of boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's our slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vote, vote blue, get, get a pair of boots. Of boots. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for talking. Thank you so this much was for a lot of fun. Yeah. Everyone go vote. Please. And I really hope I'm happy to talk to you guys next time.
next time. Me too. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for being here. I hope um, that was cathartic. I hope it was inspiring. I hope it uh, didn't piss you off too much. Uh, (laughs) Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Get to the polls. Find your local polling place. Cast a ballot. Please, if if you want my opinion, please vote Democrat down the ballot. Um, There's nothing wrong with being a Republican. I was, as Lindsay and I both said, we're both raised Republican, but this is no longer the regular Republican Party anymore. This isn't the party that cares about working class. This is the party that cares only about the rich and doesn't care anything for any LGBTQ minority or women citizens in the United States. And it's uncalled for. It's not the world I want to live in, and I don't think it's the world you want to live in. So please vote Democrat down ballot. That's what this show is endorsing. Um, But just vote. If you really, really love your local uh, Republican candidate and they do a great job, vote for them. The the local mayor in my hometown is Republican. Her name uh, is uh, Laura Hoydick, and she's amazing. She's incredible, and she's done amazing things for her city. Vote for what's best for you and your family, but don't make it a vote at the cost of the lives and respect of other people. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, You know, please follow us on all the social medias. You guys know the deal. I'm not going to go through the whole spiel. Just go vote. I don't care if you follow me on Facebook or, or Twitter or Instagram. You can. It'd be nice. But please go vote. Thank you all. Go out into the world and vote. Big thanks.